Battlefield Earth, sorry, in 90. Glitter, 87. Wild Wild West, 84. Freddy got fingered, 72. Vanilla Sky, 48. The Hulk, 46. Matrix Revolution and Pootie Tang, 45. Don't say that. The Crying nope. Game, 40. Batman and Robin, 38. Kung Pao, enter the uh, 37. <laughs> what? I'm not Nothing. saying enter the fist. I'm not saying that. Don't. Uh, Scent of a Woman, Hoo-ah! 34. Just an absolute embarrassment. Just unbelievably bad. Titanic and the Mexican and Pulp Fiction each had 32. Pearl Harbor, 28. In spite of the uh, lovely... Oh, Ben was in that one, too. Ben, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Can't but also Josh Hartnett, who's got, like, I don't know, kind of a pasty complexion, if you look real close. Uh, the Master of Disguise, 19. Six Degrees of Separation, that was George's choice, 15. The Matrix, 14. Lord of the Rings, 13. Crossroads, 13. Born on the 4th of July, which I liked it a lot. It had 12, though. Me, too. Phone Booth, 10. Hard Rain, 7. A Beautiful Mind, 6, because we're pissed off at Russell Crowe, so... A Prelude to a Kiss, 4. My Own Private Idaho with the Very Dead River Phoenix had 3. U-Turn, 3. And Passion of Mind... Had one. Well, at least they all had at least one, anyway. Wait till you hear who's going to be doing afternoons on RFX. Speaking of radio shenanigans, this is exciting. Now, what does this Captain Rick fact say? Last night, Lou Dobbs had a guy on his program named David K. Johnson, who has a book out now called Perfectly Legal. It has to do with our current tax system and how this White House and the IRS can steal it for, in other words, our hard-earned money. The Bushmeister can fly all of our health creation in Air Force One at the cost of $1.6 million per hour at the taxpayer's expense. Yet my VA benefits are cut where I can't even get a decent sick call at the VA. I guess that's the American effing way, says Captain Rick. You got it, Captain Rick. Time to head to like a real country is what I'm saying. Like a Haiti. And by the way, how come uh, we were took so long that they're finally, well, you know, we're going to send some people in there, some international uh, troops. I guess we just don't care about Haiti or no, Haitians or things like that, do we? we no, don't. we don't care about no. that. No. In fact, we don't care about this hemisphere when you come right down to it. Nope. Because the evildoers just aren't in this hemisphere. Anyway, we can't, this is in, uh, the great, what's his name? The what? <laughs> the great, baby. the great Jim Sarney's column oh. today in the Sun Sentinel. Just a joke. He's so obnoxious. Anyway, uh, this is supposed to be about radio, sports radio and TV. I love the way that, uh, like, I noticed that the little dog there when it comes to the top of the hour, QAM sports time. The sports now, time is different. Is it? That, sure. that was my question. I never paid attention to that before, but QAM Sports Time oh, I've is 10 o'clock, as opposed to like regular, ordinary pedestrian Eastern Standard right. Time. So I asked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Sports and? Time is much more manly than regular oh, pedestrian is it? time. Sure. Uh-huh. So in other words, if you have like a really big clock on the wall. Right. That's the, the sports time. It's beefy. Right. A real big one. Sports! Okay. Well, at the very ass end of Jim Sarney's column today, he gives us the breathtaking news that Stugatz and Toast will take over the 3 to 6 p.m. slot on WRFX 940 AM March 15. Jorge Sedano will move to the 6 to 8 p.m. slot, whoever that is. Toast. Now, it seems to me that Toast used to be on there with old Ron and old Paul, didn't he? Correct. Right, and then he got canned off of there. They had a little falling out. Now, what does Toast got to do with sports? Anything? Did he do sports I don't, I don't on that know show? from Toast. I see. I think he's Maybe toast. Josh does. I think he, when you get he read the point, updates, the sports updates. Ah, well, that makes him a, that qualifies that as a sports guy. Hole. Stu Gotts, of course, the very, very uh, decent guy who doesn't belong on the air type of guy. Stu Gotts shouldn't be on the air just to say hello or goodbye, much less even to read numbers like you know Tampa Bay four, Toronto three. Shouldn't even be allowed to read the numbers. Stu Gotts and toast three to six, and of course the irony of that is that they're going to be on against the Humper. 
And Stu Gotts, even though he's been working for the competitor for quite some time now, for several months, he's still getting help in booking his guests on his show from his boyfriend, our program director, Clarence. Oh, my God. How do you like that? That's the rumor around the building. That's the scuttlebutt. I heard some more of uh, today, as a matter of fact. Somebody wandered in and mentioned that to me. So Humper probably ain't too happy about it. He probably wants to say something to Clarence. Hey, stupid! Uh, as to cut the crap, you know? You got some guy who's going to go on opposite us, and even though he's going to get fractional numbers, which that station's gotten since they went to all sports, and even before, even before they went to all sports. Nice going, Pete Folger. Nice going, Cheap Channel. That's another one of those Cheap Channel stations you can avoid. Now let me see which which are the stations they own. Uh, big, which used to have Howard Stern. Big. They have uh, Love ninety four, right? Yeah. They got Zeta. Don't they have Y100? Don't they own that, too? I don't know. Let me look up one of their business cards. No, no, seriously. I don't want to say something that they don't. And then what's the other one I'm leaving out? MIB, Men in Black, they got that? Okay. Right. I think, yeah. And then the uh, two AMs, of course, are INZ, which is now WRFX, and WIOD, which speaks for itself. All spin, all day, all ultra-right-wing crap. WIOD? Oh, I hate that station. Right, and so does everybody else. All right wing, la -da 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 -da. crap all day. Didn't do them too much good though. Sure are in deep hot water up to their armpits. Had that John Hogan guy just sweating up a storm, man. Adam from Kendall says, check out this form letter Cheap Channel sent me when I told them they suck. It says, thank you for your feedback regarding the Howard Stern program. We very much value and appreciate your opinion. No, they don't. Due to the large volume of emails, we cannot personally respond to each inquiry. Below is the statement of John Hogan, president and CEO oh! of the Clear Channel Radio, regarding this matter. Hogan says, Clear Channel drew a line in the sand with regard to protecting our listeners from indecent content, and Howard Stern's show blew right through it. It was vulgar, offensive, and insulting, not just to women and African Americans, but to anyone with a common sense of common decency. We will not air Howard Stern on Clear Channel stations until we're assured that his show will conform to acceptable standards of responsible broadcasting. John Hogan, president and CEO... Oh! C.E. Oh! of Clear Channel Radio. And then Adam says, is this a joke? I need about 30 seconds. About 30, man. To pray for us. Okay. That's it. That's our message to Clear Channel. So those are the seven stations I would be assiduously avoiding. Wouldn't you? I, do I mean, who wants anyway. to listen to any of those anyway? Love 94 with that crappy jazz, right. which is for pseudo-intellectuals. Nobody wants to hear that, especially the way they screwed over Captain Dave Caprita, right? Right. I mean, that's a while ago, but nevertheless, they screwed him over. Sooner or later, if you work for a cheap channel, they will screw you over. No matter what you do, uh, how good a job you do, if you're a nice guy, nice uh, lady, whatever you might be, they'll stick it to you. Pete Bolger personally will get out the dagger and stick it right in your Rectum. back. That's right. The assassin. Because that's just the kind of guy he is. Here's today's poll. Let's see how this turns out. And keep in mind, and I did get verification on it this morning, that... Beasley Broadcasting is running the Howard Stern Show on the West Coast in their Fort Myers station, WOFF or whatever the call letters are, I don't know. Uh, so that's our poll question today. What's your reaction to the clear channel drop of Howard Stern's show? It's worded kind of strange, but that well, what do I care? Clear channel drop. They drop one. I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm angry I want Stern on QAM Monday. Fascism is alive and well in America. Absolutely. It's about time. Get the filth off the air. I don't care. Not a stern listener. Or, this is the last straw. I'm finished with the right wing. In other words, maybe some people might have been turned around by this dramatic turn of events. We can By the way, speaking right. of turn, we got Christina Ricci as our uh, 
nearly nude, nearly completely nude uh, celebrity this morning on our website, neilrogers.com. I just mentioned that in passing for anybody who wants to see uh, Christina. Not a, uh, she's not looking all that great, to be honest with you. Well, it's a, we've been waiting uh, a long time to see that. Uh, what? Whatever you were going to say, just don't do it. Well, I'm sure it had to do with whatever she's showing there. Oh, and speaking of that, we got Boog. That's with the G. Boog for the Mad Dog at 2. The Humper, the Hebrew Hammer. Hey, stupid! At 4. Panther preview at 7. A caps at the uh, Panthers tonight. Why not another win, huh? They're only uh, 7 points out, I think, aren't they? Yes. 7 points behind Whatever. these staggering what Islanders. Capitals at the uh, Macarena, 7.30. Eddie K after the hockey game and the unctuous sporting news radio overnight. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. No. All right. Don't like <laughs> all the harper. Dum, dum, dum. Every time I see. Dum, dum, dum. That retarded dim witch. Dum, dum, dum. Republican muscled in and an articulate idiot. I don't know why they would want this guy, but now he's here. We're screwed the next four years. <laughs> President Thumb. He's President Dumps. You don't care what it took. You got him in by hook or crook. The Christian right knows what's best for you and I. But have no fear. We've got a great leader here. Oh, President Dumps. I'll say one thing, man. The bleeps in that are sensational. They're excellent. Nice going, Brian. Thank the Lord. Oh, okay. they are perfect. They're pristine. Am I right? Yes, you they bet. are. And thank the Lord for that. In about six or seven minutes there, I would say about six, you got 103 votes on the pool already. They're worked up about this, and rightfully so. The public is finally starting to catch on. That fascism is alive and well. 103 votes. What's your reaction to Channel, Clear Channel dropping a Howard Stern? Uh, fascism is alive and well in America. That's what I voted for, and so did most everybody else so far. 55 people out of 103, 53.3%. This is the last straw. I'm finished with the right wing, 16. Well, I'm angry. I want Stern on QAM Monday morning, 13. Well, I'm hearing some things. I'll guarantee you one way or the other, Howard will be on Monday morning. I'm foaming at the mouth, 11. I don't care. I'm not a Stern listener, 5, and it's about time. Get the filth off the air, only 3. Only three, 2.9% out of 103 votes, only three idiots who don't understand what that little dial is there on their radio. If you don't like it, turn it off, that kind of thing. 
See, it's, it really isn't a Howard Stern issue. It's a freedom of choice issue. It's a freedom of everything issue. Wait till we get to that story a little bit later on. This one will, if, if nothing else got to you, this one will really, it, it's uh, unbelievable. U.S. regulators should consider whether radio and TV services carried by cable and satellite must adhere to indecency standards, FCC Commissioner Kevin Martin said on Wednesday. Oh, my God. And they're even talking about satellite radio like Sirius and XM. Whatever that is, XFM, whatever that is. Both of them. They're talking about satellite radio, which Op Opie and Anthony are on satellite now that they got, came to New York at NEW. There's just no end to it. They're going to censor everything. In fact, if you got one of those, uh, you know, a cell phone that's got one of those fancy rings to it, you know, like a musical ring, they're going to censor that, too. That has to be a Jesus tune. Right. It has to be a religious tune sung by Anne Murray, by the way, if you want to butch it up a little bit. All right. Nice going, Anne. You go, boy. Boy. So Tom Jicker writes a sensational column, although I probably should take a call or two. They probably want to say, Happy 20th anniversary, Neil. 28 years in this godforsaken town. WQAM, hello. Yeah, speaking, Neil. Speaking. Neil, hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, man. Howard, hey, I was talking. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Neil, I was yes. on Howard this morning for two hours. I wanted, to, I wanted to talk to Howard, but I couldn't hold on to all. But, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing. You know, with the freedom of speech and everything, and, and, and sticking by and how not to be spineless guys that are on 94, and, and I'm just pissed off about this whole situation. Well, right, what, what, what are they saying? 94? Yeah. They're not saying nothing. Oh. That's the problem. They're That's not saying cool. nothing. Mm hmm So, uh, you know, I just, I, this is what I do. I listen to Howard in the morning. As soon as he's off, I listen to you because, you know, at least you guys speak the truth. We want you Howard know? on Monday morning on QAM, man. I mean, how you, how, man, you guys are awesome. Can you imagine Perfect. we have triple digits? We'd have 110 <laughs> shares. Man, you, you, you're cool, Neil. Good luck to us, pal. Hang in there. All right, buddy. See you at the border. See you right there in the middle of Niagara Falls paddling around. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I'd be one of the first to congratulate you on your anniversary. Thank you very much. And you hit it right on the nail, man. Our freedoms are going down the drain. Right. It was great. Um, I don't know if any of you noticed, was hearing the same thing on two stations. That's, that's a glimpse of the that, future. That, yeah, 100,000 watts FM, Big and Zeta, and they're putting the, they're simulcasting because they haven't got any idea what they're going to do on there. Now, and, of course, the good news is that all the revenue, since they're only running the Ron and Paul spots from Zeta, all the revenue they would have had from Howard is down the toilet. That's the good news. But, of course, they don't care because they're peeing in their pants. Exactly. That's going to be a glimpse of the future, man. Four stations playing the same thing. You got it. Playing Mozart, Bach, and Beethoven. Have a great life, Pally. That's all we're going to have. No choices, no more. And, and like I said yesterday... Howard Stern didn't just go on the air like a week or two ago. There's nothing revolutionary there. In fact, if anything, he's a hell of a lot tamer now because he's been fined a zillion times. So I don't know what the big deal is all of a sudden. They're looking for scapegoats. They're looking for excuses to come in just like, uh, what's his name over there, uh, Bubba the Love Sponge in Tampa, who's also been on the air there for a long time, at least was. Oh, no, this is disgusting and filthy. we got to get it off. I mean, talk about just caving in. Spineless broadcaster, man, that's, that's, uh, that's just redundancy. Spineless broadcasters. This is the problem in America. Very, very few people in this business will really stand up and say, hey, we're not going to put up with that. We'll take you all the way to the Supreme Court. Of course, they do that and they don't have too much chance anyway, but nevertheless, they can forestall it for a long time, but they just don't want to pay those legal fees. See, that's another thing that they do. Is they just beat you right down. They, you know, force you to pay zillions of dollars in legal fees to fight them, so, you know, and then you wind up bankrupt anyway or losing your ass. Tom Jicker writes in the Sun Sentinel. In fact, this is uh, in tomorrow's paper, but it's on the website. 
Nice going, Tommy. But I'll tell you, Tom, Tom Jicka is one of those people who really turned around. I used to think of him as kind of a little a little to the right, not one of those fanatical right-wing religionists, not a Bible thumper, but a little bit to the right, a pretty dependable Republican vote. Not no more, I don't think. Tom says, TV did the crime and radio is doing the time. More precisely, radio listeners are doing the time. Justin Tinkerbell didn't bear Janet Jackson's breast on radio. <laughs> However, radio is where the ramifications of the FCC's grandstanding crackdown are most being felt. The clearest and most outrageous manifestation is Clear Channel's decision to pull Howard Stern from six of its radio stations, including WBGG. Jackson flashes a breast on TV, and Stern, who's been on radio for more than a quarter of a century, suddenly becomes a persona non grata. A university class in logic could spend a semester trying to analyze that. Every Clear Channel executive and member of the FCC ought to be chained to a chair for a screening of Lenny so they'll at least have a clue how narrow-minded and stupid they are going to look in retrospect. They certainly don't have a clue now. Clear Channel's cow-towing can be traced to a much more significant issue, media consolidation. The San Antonio-based conglomerate owns more than 1,200 stations nationwide, a death rattle for localism, which is supposed to be the heart of broadcasting. One executive in Texas has the power to dictate what will be heard in Florida, California, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania. This is what happened with Stern. David Ross, the unctuous regional vice president of Clear Channel Station, said in a phone conversation Wednesday afternoon that Stern would continue to be heard on WBGG with several safeguards against indecent material going over the air. A few hours later, the edict came down from Texas that Stern had to go in Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Rochester, San Diego, Pittsburgh, and Louisville. Ross knows the sensibilities of this market from more than two decades running successful local stations. However, the only authority he had to carry out was the Texans' command. Who allowed this unacceptable domination of public airwaves? None other than the FCC. More than a few legislators and activists are demanding the breakup of Clear Channel, a broadcast partner of the Sun Sentinel, by the way. Writes Tom. Good luck to you, Tom. We'll send you a few bucks. However, its friends at the Commission have turned a deaf ear. This explains why Clear Channel is so ready to defer to the FCC's morality posturing. This also might explain why the lineup of issue-oriented talk hosts syndicated by Clear Channel is top-heavy with champions of the Bush administration. Commission Chairman Michael Powell owes his job to the president. Not that Powell needs much encouragement to give away the farm. His commission also voted to raise the penetration cap, the percentage of the national audience reached by network-owned TV stations, from 35 to 45 percent, clearly en route to 100 percent. If that is ever allowed, localism will be dead in TV, too. One executive in New York or Los Angeles will be able to decide what will be seen in more than 200 markets nationwide. Luckily, so many members of Congress balked at the elevated limits that the FCC had to buy back down. Eventually, a compromise was reached, and the bar was set at 39%, which is still being challenged in the courts. The spanking the FCC took on this issue was not unrelated to the indecency crackdown. Stung at being perceived as sitting in the broadcast industry's pocket, Powell's FCC chose the Super Bowl controversy as an opportunity to flex its muscles without doing anything truly meaningful. To borrow a corollary to one of Murphy's laws, when all is said and done, more will be said than done. The FCC has summoned broadcast chieftains to the Washington woodshed for a public flogging. Some fines will be issued, even at the inflated rates being discussed. They're merely a cost of doing business, a very lucrative business. Once the public moves on to the next cause, Celeb Radio will gradually return to the pre-Super Bowl norm, but Powell's FCC will apply to the Republican base in the run-up to a national election. It would be a misnomer to describe the Super Bowl flash as the catalyst for the crackdown. In reality, it's the excuse. Self-appointed moral guardians are forever waiting for any opportunity to attempt to enforce their personal rigid codes on everyone else. The actions of Jackson and Tinkerbell, which were inexcusable, were like manna from heaven for the moral mafia. No one has ever been involuntarily subjected to more than a few seconds at most of Stern, Neil Rogers, or any other personality now in the crosshairs of the FCC. 
Given the notoriety these shock jocks have achieved, anyone who claims to have been offended by tuning in unaware of the nature of their program should look beyond the commandments dealing with sex and focus on those dealing with false witness. Moreover, the FCC's actions here constitute a single-issue abandonment of the bedrock Republican principle of letting the marketplace decide. The people who would like to deny others the opportunity to listen to Howard Stern or watch NYPD Blue have ample alternatives that fall within the parameters of their sensibilities. There are scores of religious radio stations as well as the National Disney Radio Network throughout the U.S. The combined audience for all of them doesn't add up to what Stern attracts every morning. Is Powell suggesting that the millions of Americans who enjoy Stern's adult humor are all perverts? Bud Paxson created a TV network to cater to those turned off by the content excesses of the rest of TV. The ratings are so low a skywriting plane would be seen by more people. The decision of the marketplace in this instance clearly doesn't matter to Powell's FCC and the lawmakers enabling its witch hunt, but they should be wary of another marketplace decision in November, which they'll be unable to ignore. What a great column by Tom Dicker. Let's hear it. Oh! Nice going, little Tommy. Wow. I Was that know, great or what? I didn't know he had it in him. Man, he just mustered all of his energy in his little bald-headed body and just wrote a phenomenal column. That should be uh, p posted on every door in America. Shall Eric put it on the site? It's on there. Okay. I think it better be. I'm sure it is. Hey, I'm way ahead of you guys, man. It was on there last night. 28 past 10 at 560 WQM. If you're thinking of buying a new car or truck, if you want to save yourself a lot of cash, and who in their right mind doesn't, then you really ought to do the right thing by visiting Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. You'll find them on US 1, 20 minutes south of the 836, and Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you live because they're going to save you thousands and thousands on great new Toyotas. Check out these unbeatable great prices waiting for you right now. An 04 Corolla loaded, including gear that you own for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with their automatic and lots more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in the country from just $14,990. And when you buy your new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota Homestead, you'll get a free Sun Pass. This was the very first dealer in the entire South Florida area to offer your free tires and batteries for life. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a brand new Toyota today. So experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're locally owned, locally operated. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction, too. And their service department is even open late to late weeknights to make sure your service work is done and done right. Easy to get there no matter where you are. They're at US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. So if you're fed up with the mega dealers who overpromise and always seem to underdeliver, here's what you ought to do. Call David Rich, the GM, at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Call him at 305 242 3247. That's 305-242-3247 for Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota. Live, Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM.
Thanks, Michelle. She says, yesterday, Channel 4 had a report on the whole clear channel pulling Howard Stern from Florida radio thing. They said that although the shock jock had been silenced on FM, the AM side of the dial was in an uproar. They show a radio with one of those digital dials on 560. Then we hear you saying, we have the word police, etc. They let your rant go on for a bit, but they never once state who the person was speaking. It sounded really crackly as if they just flipped your channel, held a microphone to it, and then replayed it on TV. Wow, and I thought Channel 6 sucked, but they took the cake with this one. says, you get no respect, that's a damn shame. I can only hope the thumpers don't silence your voice. No chance of that, Michelle, because we get it. That's the difference. We get it. And it's just not worth it. And as far as getting no respect, I do get a lot of respect twice a month in an envelope. Trust me when I tell you, sweetheart. That's all I care about. Now... When we get to this, this is, I, like I said, this will put some people, I think, over the edge. So this is like at least NC-17, this next story. I think it ought to be triple X rated myself. All right. Reuters Summit, FCC's Martin Ponders Indecency on pay TV and radio. This is so far and above and beyond. Now, that other story I've been reading every day about cable maybe next, that was like just a little speculation. Here's a little more meat to it, okay? Can we say that? No. No. Can't say meat. First, the poll result. Look at the votes. 279 in about less than 20 minutes. What do you make of that? Uh, I'll tell you what I make of it. They're psychotic. They're foaming at the mouth. They're pissed off and fired up. And you know something? Just like that constitutional amendment the Bushmeister is proposing, as if anybody really cares, this is going to blow up right in their face. Because once you start, you know, we got on the one hand, here's Ashcroft. We got... That story later on about the abortions, and he's demanding these records and names and all of this other garbage. These are Nazis, man. These are absolute Nazis who have taken over this country. I've been trying to tell you that for three years plus. Oh, no, Neil, you're getting carried away now, you liberal bastard. Right. 293 votes. What's your reaction to Clear Channel's dropping Howard Stern? Fascism is alive and well in America, 154. I'm foaming at the mouth, 42. Rabid, just like that William Donahue guy. I'm angry. I want Stern on QAM Monday morning, 37. This is the last draw. I'm finished with the right wing, 30. How many? About 30, man. I don't care. I'm not a Stern listener, 20. And it's about time to get the filth off the air. Only 10 out of nearly 300 votes. Only 10. See, and, of course, that other category, whether you're a Stern listener or not, uh, that's not the point. That's not the issue at all. Because it was Howard this week and Bubba the Love Sponge earlier in the week, and next week it could be me, and the week after that it could be somebody else you like, although I can't, ima I can't imagine. It could be the Mad Dog. He might say, come play with these uh, boobies one time too many, or whatever it is he says, but don't say it. Now, here's this story. Strap yourselves in, okay? You strapped in? I'm strapped in. Nauseating. Puke-inducing. <laughs> yep. U.S. regulators should consider whether radio and television services carried by cable and satellite must adhere to indecency standards. FCC Commissioner Kevin Martin said, I wanted to, let me interrupt myself. Do you know what this is like? What is this like? This would be like if they raided Hollywood video or one of those stores tomorrow that isn't blockbuster, that doesn't censor the movies. Mm -hmm. 
and show you like uh, Mary Martin, Peter Pan kind of a versions of whatever movie you're watching. Right. Like Kill Bill Part Two. Um, th this is insanity. This is sure. madness. You're paying for a service. They haven't got any business even knowing what you're watching, much less uh, censoring it. There's no difference than if they were doing this with books. Right. Well, that's next. And don't forget, they want to go to the library and see what books you've been checking out this lately. That's true. They keep and what that. you've been watching on the Internet there, too. They want to take books out of the library, too, because they might, you know, contain language. Right. Like Pressure's been on. building in recent... Of course, don't forget about the Ken Starr report with Bubba and those uh, BJs, okay? And the, and the love sponge. You notice how I just had to use the... Uh, ah, 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 ah! You can say the ink spots, but not the love spots, mister. I said sponge. You said spots. Okay. And how do you get out spots? With a sponge. You shout it out. Pressure's been building in recent months to address the growing coarseness on television and radio with some law. See, first of all, I don't know what that is. The growing coarseness. I mean, even Bob and Tom. See, I was thinking about this yesterday, too. Bob and Tom, who are two of the funniest guys up there in Indianapolis, syndicated all over the place, unfortunately not in Dater Brow, but in Palm Beach. Bob and Tom do a great show. We uh, They like this show. They love this show. We've been right. playing their bits for years. We, uh, we get the copies of their best of CDs. They're funny guys. Yeah, they, they're a little bit racy now and then, but they do it so tastefully that so obviously just, uh, you know, it's a joke. Right. You know? They don't come anywhere near what a normal person would consider the line, and yet, well, they've had to pull way back. I had that story yesterday. Mm -hmm. Had to pull way back. They're not going to go anywhere near the line because everybody's peeing in their pants. So well, everybody has to be treated like a little child now. That's what it boils down to in America. Why? Because your government's decided. The bureaucratic Nazis have decided. The word police have decided. Anyway, pressure's been building in recent months to address the growing coarseness on radio and television, with some lawmakers and regulators pondering whether the limits on over-the-air broadcast can be applied to cable and satellite services. Oh, my God. Speaking to the Reuters Technology Media and Telecommunications Summit, Martin noted that shock jocks Opie and Anthony fired after a stunt involving sex in famous places were now on satellite radio. I think you're hearing from the radio side of the complaint that we'll live by whatever rules, but we think the rules have to be fair to everyone who's in this medium. And you're hearing from the broadcast television side as well, he said. I think that's a legitimate issue, which is why I think we need to take a closer look on a wider survey, Martin said. Satellite radio and TV providers are licensed by the FCC, which could potentially hold them accountable, he said. But he conceded that companies like Sirius Satellite Radio Inc. could argue that since consumers pay for their products, they would not have to comply. FCC officials have said court decisions have given cable and satellite companies free speech protections, much like newspapers. Thank the Lord. Not to mention the Internet yet. Congress so far has authorized the FCC to go after over-the-air broadcasters since they hold licenses, licenses to use the public airwaves, but lawmakers have questioned whether the agency should also be looking at channels higher on the dial. Whatever the hell that means. Satellite radio, cable TV, and, of course, next, you know, it's the Internet. Suppose Opie and Anthony want to do their show online, which I, and I told you yesterday, I really believe this. That's the wave of the future. That's where it's at. Because, uh, but you'll see, that'll be their next project. Once they finish up with cable and satellite TV and radio, then the next thing will be, oh, well, we have to crack down on the Internet. And they, they make exceptions. I mean, kitty porn, which I agree with them, that should be illegal and should be uh, traced and those people should be prosecuted. But nevertheless, I mean, that's just the opening they were, they were looking for. They wanted more than that, if you recall. 
They wanted to attack all adult sites on the Internet. Well, what the hell business is it then? These are the same people who keep talking, these hypocritical right-wing assholes, the same people who keep talking about keeping Big Brother out of your bedroom and out of your house and out of your life. We don't want big government, all this other crap. And they're the worst defenders and hypocrites. Oh, those Democrats with their big government, right. I'd rather have big government that, like, takes care of people and doesn't threaten us to cut our Social Security benefits. I'd rather have a government like that, that uses our tax dollars to, like, protect the environment so the Earth doesn't, like, uh, fall apart in 20 or 30 years. Nah, that's just liberal lies anyway. Right. More of those liberal freaking lies, man. Live and local. This is Live City. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Seven at 560 WQAM. 28 years of enduring South Florida. It's a really a miracle, although enduring it from far away is even a lot better. Yeah. A hell of a lot better. Trust me when I tell you. Sun is shining. It's going to be 40 today, man. About 40. Now, this memo that you just sent me that was passed on to us by, obviously, somebody inside Clear Channel in South Florida. Was this yesterday or today? Do we know? Uh, I just got it uh, today. It says, excerpts from a Clear Channel internal memo. So it might have been yesterday. Who knows? I know a lot of you have questions slash concerns regarding Howard Stern. There will be a meeting today at 4 p.m. in the warehouse to discuss everything. We will have pizza and beverages. Cheap channel management signs this. How do you like that? They're having a big meet, or it was 4 o'clock yesterday. We'll have to find out. We'll find out. We'll get the inside story, the scoop. Now, here's a great column by Matt Bivens. Very short. The daily, uh, the daily outrage in the nation on, uh, online. Compassionate George, and he's not talking about you either. George with a G. G. Says when the economy sours, we traditionally gin up some extra aid for the unemployed. That's just smart economics. It keeps people who want to work but can't afloat just long enough to find work when the economy revives. Otherwise, they sink beyond help and end up being far more costly to society. But this year, the Bushies have decided to turn off that federal, federal aid spigot even before the jobs pictures improves. Hell, it might eat into some of the money set aside for more deserving people. So what do we have? 
According to the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, some 760,000 jobless workers so far this year have exhausted all unemployment benefits. In fact, data from Bush's own Labor Department shows that 350,000 individuals exhausted all benefits in January, the largest amount to do so in a single month ever since records started being kept 33 years ago. All of which has economists and sensible people arguing for reinstatement of temporary unemployment aid, if only to help the children of three-quarters of a million American families. The Bush administration response, a bold new stance on gay marriages. Nice going, Matt. In the nation. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. In fact, maybe we'll even get if the meeting was yesterday with Chief Channel, maybe some of our insiders over there might pass along some information. You know, catch my drift? Maybe. Always happens. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, tell Neil I'm a pharmacist. I just got laid off, and I need to talk to him. You're speaking to him. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm still Good. I'm still struggling. Sorry to hear that. Just bought a brand new car. Three days later, they'd fire me. Oh, beauty. Oh, man. What's going on, Neil? What is happening here? Thank you, President Bush. Yeah. Uh, $83 billion for the war in Iraq, and look what's happening to Americans. You got it. And not to mention the tax cuts for the rich. <sighs> I'll never be rich, so I don't have to worry about that. There you go. Okay, good luck, pal. Right, Hang thanks. in there. Thanks. Hang in there till November, man. Thank you. Okay, good luck. Wow, that's sad. A pharmacist gets laid off. Yeah. Maybe Rush can uh, subsidize him for a few months till we get rid of this uh, junta, man, till we get rid of these Nazis in November. Bye-bye, W. Like I said, there's only two jobs that this crowd is going to create in November. There's going to be an opening for president and vice president, and they ain't going to fill them. Trust me. Make no mistake about it. As weak-kneed as the Democrats are, and believe you me, i got, like I said yesterday, real serious problems. Where are the Democrats when it comes to freedom of speech? Anybody here last night in that debate talking about that? No. No, you bet they didn't. As the uh, idiots, they're asking the questions. Ron Brownstein and our good friend Larry King. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And by the way, Larry got booed by the audience good. at one point. I forget. I forget what the idiotic comment that he made to a carrier. I think and the audience was like, "I thought they were going to come up and lynch his ass, uh -huh. start snapping his suspenders." Just pathetic. But you know, have to spend at least a, t at least ten minutes and more on uh, gay marriages again and trying to put everybody's feet to the fire. And of course, Edwards and Kerry don't have the balls, unlike Kucinich and uh, Sharpton. They don't have the balls to come out and say, well, you know, we're for it. No, nah, well, we're uh, against uh, the Defense of Marriage Act, but uh, but a but about all this other crap. But it's the best we got. It's all we can do. That's all we can count on, the best alternative we've got. 433 votes, George. A yeah. little over half an hour. I think this might be a record. We might have a record-breaking day here today, ladies and gentlemen, because the public is pissed off and fired up. And like I said, they woke a sleeping giant with this Howard Stern crap. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you something. If it would have been in more than just the six, if Infinity gets pressured and Carmazin has to actually dump Howard altogether, or if Howard gets disgusted and walks out because of all of this, which I wouldn't blame him. He's got millions and millions. He doesn't need the crap. Then you're going to see in New York and in L.A. and in Chicago and the major markets in the country, then you're going to see some screaming and shrine and carrying on. Right. Here is the most listened to personality in South Florida radio, and I have no problem saying that. Number one. And, of course, the FCC says, well, ratings don't mean anything because yeah, nothing means anything to them. That doesn't establish that there are jillions of people out there who enjoy and are not offended by his program. But if one or two wackos out there want to start sending letters and making a big simis, well, he did this and he did that, and can you imagine he did this on Tuesday, and all this other bull crap. If you don't like it, turn it off. There is nobody who ever died 
because they listened to the Howard Stern Show. There's nobody whose child ever went out and raped somebody because they listened to five or ten minutes of the Howard Stern Show or an hour of it or ten hours. Oh, you don't know that. Well, yeah, I do know I'll bet your life on it. How do you like that? I'll bet, I'll bet your life on it, and I'll throw in Michael Powell, too, for good measure. 433 votes. What's your reaction to Clear Channel dumping Howard? Fascism is alive and well in America. 226, and you people are... Absolutely correct. Folks, I'm angry. I want Stern on QM Monday morning. 69 people say that, and I'm not making up that number just to be a smartass. 69. I'm foaming at the mouth, 58. They're foaming. They're rabid. The Gillette Foamy is on the corners of their puss. This is the last straw. I'm finished with the right wing 37. I don't care. I'm not a stern listener 35. You should care. And it's about time. Get the filth off the air. Only 13 out of 442 votes. 2.9%. Get the filth off the air. Get it off now. I feel unclean. Yeah, right. Then uh, listen to some lovely uh, Mozart, huh? Just like those people with the classical music, those idiots that were screaming and carrying on about TMI when they took off the classical music because they couldn't make any money with it over there at Cox Broadcasting and they lied through their teeth. You know, go, you got a CD player. If you don't have one, go steal one. Go steal some great CDs. Man, that music sounds so great on CD. Can you imagine? Chopin and Bach and Brahms and Beethoven and Mozart and Handel and, uh, who am I leaving out? List? Franz Liszt, da. As a matter of fact, I was I was going through my CDs just the other day, and I was looking and looking and looking, and I thought to myself, "Where's the list?" Yeah. Took me a while to get there, but uh, I got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I think it's enough to make you lose your mind. Is what it is. This bunch of lunatics. While the country is sitting back, and while these morons like Wolf Blitzkrieg are sitting on there, and that broad they had on yesterday afternoon, she really pissed me off. Toward the end of the show, remember that one bimbet that they have on mm -hmm. CNN? I don't know what her name is, I but she know. was asking, it was about the Howard stuff. She was asking the most idiotic. She had the two talk show people on there, you know, the right and the left and all the other contrived bullcrap. I don't care where you're coming. Even Rush, even the unctuous right wing pill pop and Rush was pissed off and fired up yesterday and foaming at the mouth. Because anybody who's in this business can't possibly be. I'll tell you even who else they had on yesterday on MSNBC, and I'm sorry that I saw it. The right-wing lunatic Michael Savage was on there. And he was decrying the idea. He says, well, they've got dump buttons. They've got the, uh, you know, there's no reason in the world that anybody should be censored on a radio. And he's right. And so is everybody else who says that. And so this business about get the filth off the air, why, why are you listening to it? See, there are some people, as you and I know very, very well, there's some people who want to be offended. Right. That's why they listen. They want to, they're masochists. They want to inflict it upon themselves. Oh, this is disgusting. I feel unclean. They go to Great Lakes. Change the dot, you moron. WQAM, hello. QAM. I know they're there. I can smell it. QAM. Not there. WQAM, hello. Neil, hey. Happy anniversary, first Thanks. of all. Secondly, I just want to say about our guys that are dying in Iraq. Yes. I have two boys. They're 8 and 11. And I'm not raising them to die for someone's political agenda. Mm -hmm. For the grinder. Ha! <laughs> this is George. What the hell's going on? Oh, no, this is George and me. Oh, hey. How are you? Um, I also just wanted to say, too, I have been unemployed since November myself. Oh, boy. Uh, but I, instead of living beyond my means, put money away and maneuvered myself financially to be able to survive this. Good. So, you know, it can be done. It can yeah. be done, even for the Bushmeister, right? 
Well, hang in there till the end of the year. That's the best I can tell you. All right, Neil. I'm Good going luck, to Canada. Good luck, sweetie. I'll see you right at the uh, right at the uh, Ontario side. Bye. Hang in there. Let's see. Join George tomorrow. We got some stuff coming up now. Join George tomorrow, eleven to one, at Bill Seidel's Boulevard of Savings at uh, the uh, Sandwich Guy. Going to be there, George. See. Northwest 36th Street, just west of 27th Avenue, Miami. I always suggest get there early before the entire staff eats all the sandwiches from Atlantic City Subs, free food, and we got our usual crappy low-budget QM prizes too. That's 11 to 1 at Bill Seidel's Boulevard of Savings with George, Northwest 36th Street, just west, west of 27th Avenue, Miami. And then, 3 to 5 tomorrow afternoon, stop by at the Singular Wireless, located at 6311 North Andrews Avenue in Cypress Creek. Stop by there to win tickets to the Beatles Classical Mystery Tour happening at Meisner Park this Sunday. Other prizes. Who's going to be there at that one? Do we know? At what? That'll Singular be me, Wireless. I think. That'll be Josh is going to be there. And me. And I hear that uh, George Harrison and uh, John Lennon are going to be there, too. Sports Radio 20 years? Something like that. We've been open 27, and I was only yeah. open a few years when uh, we started together. Pizza Loft, one of the longest-standing sponsors on this show. Let's see, Pompano Park also. Uh, Dry yeah. Concepts, about 400 years. Chuck Alfieri. Boy, there's yeah. some people have been advertising on this show for a long, long time. In fact, I remember that I didn't even know who you were when you used to stop there and pick up pizzas. 
I was going to stop where? At the original pizza loft. In I did? When the hell was that? Games on your way home. Oh, that's right. That's how it all started. You used to By the way, don't let, don't let the word out, but you know, Jiggs McDonald's going to retire. I'm going to be doing the a Panther play-by-play on radio in the two years. Really? Cool. Don't let the word out, though. Gildy get very oh. upset. All right, yep, we won't tell anybody. Well, get that food in there, Jeff, and uh, thanks for calling. Ten minutes away. Happy anniversary again. Thanks. Neil. Appreciate Take care. everything. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Jeff Cohen of the Pizza Loft in Davie on University Drive between Griffin and 595 and the Pizza Loft Plaza beyond Pier 1 Imports. There's a free plug, and why not? Why not? He's a great guy. He's been with us a long time through thick and thin, through his mistaken plantation. I mean, <laughs> well, look at I tried to tell him, but you know how it is. You can't tell anybody nothing. They have to make their own mistakes, right? Right. 5670560. Oh, Boy, I tell you, Michael Mayo has got a great column. Tom Jick and my, oh, and I, you were right. I did forget to put that on the website, but Eric being, he is as sharp as a uh, piece of broken glass these days. I don't know what got into him. Stained glass at that. That's right. And uh, he got that on there right away, so it's the lead story on our website today on neilrogers.com, along, of course, with the lovely picture of Christina Ricci with her uh, hanging out. And See, you don't even have to say the word. They know the word, yes? Right. When I go to my Yahoo, it's right there, all updated. Yeah. Now, how do we explain that to people? Because I'm, you know, how technically oriented I am. I can actually get these things done, which I'm... Eric, I'm so excited I can't even begin to tell you I'm ready to pee in my pants. Because we have this new feature on here where uh, people can put uh, neilrogers.com on their My Yahoo as their daily uh, page, one right. of their daily pages. They can add it and as it, a module. Right. Uh, and they get all the stories on there, all the headlines, and then if they like, uh, you know, it sounds interesting, they can click them on and read the whole story, and then they can link right over to our website and look at those uh, naked pictures, I mean, uh, look at those great stories. Vote on our poll. It's a fabulous thing. Nice going, Eric. God, it's uh, it's amazing. It seems like we're turning the corner just at a time when other people are getting beaten into the ground. We're still turning the corner. Now, of course, we got a ways to go, just like Al Pacino in Scent of a Woman. He was turning the corner, but not sharp enough. Chris O'Donnell was okay in that movie. He kept taking his pants off. 558. Isn't that interesting? That's one of the few things I remember about that movie because oh, no, the rest of it was so forgettable. Makes perfect sense. 558 votes. What's your reaction to Clear Channel dropping the Howard Stern show in Florida and five other Clear Channel markets? Fascism is alive and well in America. 283. I'm angry. I want Stern on QM Monday. 93. We'll have Howard. Absolutely. I'm foaming at the mouth. 76. I don't care. I'm not a Stern listener. 47. <laughs> this is the last drum. Finished with the right wing. 42. And it's about time. Get the filth off the ear. Only 17 out of 558 votes, 3%. 3%. Want to tell the other 97% what they can and can't listen to. Tragic. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Is this Neil's show? It's Neil, yes. Speaking. This is Neil? I had a yes, it is. Jeff Rimmer sighting last night. Yes? Yeah. Having dinner in Coral Springs with Bobby Orr. Oh, my God, with Bobby Orr. Oh my God! I'm sure I'll be hearing about that. Yeah, he was he was in there last night with Bobby Orr and uh, Jeff's wife. And whose wife? Oh, Je and Jeff's wife, Phil. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wonder who picked up the check. Um, you're, <laughs> pretty good guess. <laughs> okay, thanks for the good news. Number four, Bobby Orr picked up the check. I'm sure of that. Am I right? Absolutely. Oh, of course. Well, he's got a few bucks, even though he got screwed out of most of his money by his uh, agent, by that crook. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. I'm surprised Rimmer hasn't called in yet to say happy anniversary, happy number twenty eight. 
Happy uh, tie Domi, number 28. Don't mention anything about the Leafs, please. They ruined my day. Boy, I told you, they're in a coma, man. They are really. And the people here, again, in total denial. Oh, well, they've got such a great record. They've had such a great year. Yada, yada. Set it over top of the goal and into the screen. Calm down, Joe. It's uh, brutal. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much. Uh, it's sad that uh, only the people that complain are the ones that are hurt. Uh, the majority of the people, I don't think, were offended. And uh, I'm 37 years old, and uh, I have never voted. I'm going to register to vote. All uh, oh, right. Excellent. It's just uh, I'm tired of it. And my vote is uh, for uh, the first one there on the poll. Fascism is alive and well in America. That's it. And you are absolutely correct, sir. Good luck, pal. You don't forget, vote three or four times just to make sure they count at least one. Okay. All right. Uh, no, seriously, that's the motto. You know, fake. Uh, they got all those ninety-year-olds at the polling places. You know, they haven't got no idea which side is up and which side is down. They haven't got a clue. So go in there a few different times. You know, put on like a phony mustache, that Groucho thing with the nose and the mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, that's what we ought to start doing is peddling fake IDs to get even with the right. Bushmeister and Catherine Harrison, Jeb Bush, the unctuous fat-ass governor. What they ought to do it. Oh, brother, I'm going to tell you. You know who else really pisses me off speaking of fat asses? That Dennis Hastert. This again. And you put all these pieces together right now, and not enough people are screaming about this. Screaming. I got it in my pile here. Hastert from, and, and who are they kidding? On the one hand, the Bushmeister says, oh, well, we agree with the two-month deadline for the 9-11 inquiry. But Dennis Hastert, of course, who's the House Majority Leader, says, oh, he's against it. He's not going to permit it. Now, do you really believe that the House majority, especially a putz like Denny Hastert, do you really think that he's uh, just doing his own bidding and just ignoring the president? Of course not. So they're having it both ways. They're saying, oh, no, well, the president agrees. He wants to give the uh, two-month extension. But Denny Hastert has hardened his opposition to extending the deadline for the independent commission studying the 9-11 attacks, even as the panel's leaders pleaded yesterday for more time to complete their work. There shouldn't be any deadline. If we really want to get to the bottom and get to the truth, the truth for the American public, and for the victims of 9-11 and their families and relatives, then there shouldn't be, how can there be a deadline? It's like saying, well, we're going to have a deadline for the investigation of the assassination of President Kennedy. How can you do that? They're Watch still us. investigating. At least uh, individuals are. Hastert, an unctuous, fat Illinois Republican, told Republican lawmakers in a meeting yesterday he would not bring up any legislation to grant the commission extra time, said spokesman John Fiery. Hastert rejected a personal plea from the White House Chief of Staff, Andrew Card, on the extension Monday. Right, Andy Card. Oh, sure, the president said, hey, Andy, go and uh, tell him to do this. Get the cheeseburgers, too, while you're at it, Andy. He still doesn't feel the commission needs any extra time and should complete its report as soon as possible, Fiery said, adding that a later deadline also would make the commission a political issue during the presidential campaign. Well, if they have nothing to hide, if they didn't do anything wrong, then what's the problem? In other words, they fear the truth. They feared that the public could find out that the Bushmeisters screwed up and Condoleezza and all the rest of these Nazis and that the uh, neocons already had this in the works anyway, the uh, Iraqi business. And that they were uh, busy sleeping at the switch with all the warnings they had about 9-11. They were too busy uh, working on other stuff like the uh, oil pipeline through Afghanistan with their friends, the Taliban. Don't forget about that. Well, I'm going to tell you, what what a compendium of crap you could put together right now. It's only the end. Of, it's only the beginning of March in a couple of days. Only March. But what a compendium of insanity you could put together of damning garbage against these bunch of Nazis. From this story here to the Halliburton scandals, which now it's a criminal investigation, 
to the brutal censorship that's going on, to the kids that are dying in Iraq based on a bunch of lies, the constitutional amendment based on hate, and on and on and on it goes. And, of course, starting with the election that was stolen from the public right in broad daylight. And we're better to do it then, of course, in Florida. Sorry, I was reading this back here. Big Arnie says, why don't you ask everybody to go to their window, stick their head out, and yell, I'm as mad as hell. <laughs> Never has this been so valid a thing to do. You're right, Big Arnie. It sucks. It's a pile of crap, all the stuff that's going on. And I'll tell you one other thing that's going on, too. For example, at the top of the hour when I played that Beatles bit. Yes. Now, I was going to play this one. But you heard all there was to hear by the Beatles. Or... But right. I find myself now, and you ought to get in the habit of doing the same thing, during Already the breaks, did. auditioning and listening to something before you play it. Right. Because I found out in that one that there's a mother, uh, well, I don't want to say it. You know what I'm saying? That's a bad word. It's a bad word, and the bleep isn't all that it ought to be, and the word's not completely, right. the last half of that word's not completely taken out of there, so we're going to play it? No. No. Because if they hear the word, so it I will thought hurt we had them. over 100 bits in there that we were uh, taken out. Now I think it's more like about 4,000. Right. 4,000 because of the fact that it might offend somebody. It might have a word in there, and the bleep might not be really, really good enough, or they might be talking about sex on the radio. <laughs> oh, no, it might have something to do with a body part or, God forbid, an excretory activity. Come on. Grow up, America. Your kids are dying, bloodshed and uh, hysteria. And people are worried about a few words on the radio. This and a booby, of course, just like Tom Jicka said, as an excuse. Don't let me forget, in the last hour, I want to read the Tom Jicka article again on the air. That, that's one of the great articles ever. Sure was. What a comeback for little Tom Jicka. He must have got religion or lack of it. He must have got rid of it. They, speaking of that, 
Nice segue. Daytona Beach pastor sued for allegedly molesting teen girl. Oh, here we go again. Well, at least it was a girl. A prominent pastor and chaplain at Bethune-Cookman College has been sued for allegedly molesting a teenage girl who sought his guidance. The woman, now an adult, accuses the Reverend Michael A. Frazier of molesting her during a six-year period beginning in 1998 when she was 14. Frazier, a pastor of Stewart Memorial United Methodist Church, is also an adjunct professor and chaplain at Bethune-Cookman. Frazier referred request for comment to his attorney, Grady Irvin. No kid, I'm sure, to Monty Irvin or Grady Hatton, who said he had not reviewed the lawsuit late yesterday. Irvin also represented Frazier in a sexual abuse investigation by Ormond Beach Police last summer. No criminal charges were filed in that case. The suit filed in Circuit Court Monday seeks more than 15 grand in damages from Frazier, the church, and the district. College spokeswoman Kathy Kershaw said officials interviewed the girl, members of her family, and Frazier after learning of the police investigation. The school dropped its inquiry when no criminal charges were filed. Kershaw said the college will be guided by the findings and decision of the courts if the lawsuit goes to trial, she said. Here's a George fan who says, a few years ago I became embarrassed to be an American, now I'm ashamed. Well put. P.R. Ralph says, All right, now don't talk about the fire at the pizza loft on Flagler Street. Thanks, P.R. Ralph, whatever you're saying. Just watch your language and the faxes, too. Don't be faxing no obscene language, because hey, I'll tell you right. one thing. With the fax police, that's another area. Not just your uh, satellite radio, not just your cable TV, not just your Internet, not just your over-the-air radio and TV, but your fax machine. And talking dirty over the phone. Oh, that's going to be the absolute worst. They'll come and get your ass. Let's see. It says, I don't know if you heard about this. Yes, I did hear about it. As a matter of fact, this morning, Moe suggested that WQM management take out a full page in the paper saying, Howard is on the radio referring to himself. Absolutely. Can you imagine the shock and horror and revulsion I think you left out when people would tune in expecting Howard Stern and instead get poopy caca Howard. Absolutely. Moe Howard David. Well, it is an idea, though. It's, uh, I mentioned that to Muff. Oh, thanks, by the way, Muff, for the email. Happy anniversary. Uh, he says, think just 28 more days or years, whatever he's saying. Very cute, though. Don't cry too much at the funeral now. You hear he was going to a funeral today? Yes. In Orlando, for God that he used to work with. I See, I don't go to funerals. I don't have to worry about crying at the funeral and getting all upset because it, it doesn't accomplish anything. I mean, once those people are dead, it's, uh, you know, right? Yeah, I know. If you want to be nice to people, be nice to them when they're alive, not uh, waiting until they're in a box because oh, uh, all crazy. your best intentions, uh, it's kind of a waste of time. And I would think part of that is also a guilty conscience. Well, I really have to show up out of respect. Out of respect for what? A, a dead body in a box? You know, show up when they're alive. Wine them and dine them and be nice to them. Pick up the check once in a while. <laughs> what? Oh, no, well, I'm, I'm just saying. Somebody. I'm just saying. If he showed up at my funeral, I wouldn't impress me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Wouldn't, wouldn't get the job done with me. I still don't see him calling in here to uh, wish me happy 28th anniversary. Do you? No, I don't see that. No. Mel, this article by Michael Mayo. I can't believe I'm reading two great columns in the same program from the same newspaper. Now, this one was from um, yesterday, but better late than ever. Michael Mayo. Michael, hold the Mayo with the Sun Sentinel writes, Mel's movie, Raw, Visceral, Inciting. He says, about halfway through this two-hour horror movie, somewhere between the lashes tearing out chunks of flesh and nails artfully being hammered through palms, Patricia Elkins leaned over to me and whispered, this is horrible. And when it was over, after a heel Jesus exited screen right to the light and the credits came up, the first words out of her mouth were, well, I'm glad I didn't pay to see that. <laughs> so there we were, a lapsed Christian atheist, her, and a lapsed Jewish agnostic, me, trying to gather our thoughts in the darkness of the Regal Oakwood Movie Theater in Hollywood after enduring Mel Gibson's much ballyhooed and debated the passion of the Christ. It didn't really offend me, Elkin said. It just sickened me and bored me. I couldn't wait for it to end. 
My idea was to take an atheist to the film and get her point of view because we've already heard and will continue to hear from the various religions and religious organizations with stakes in this raw and unsparing retelling. It was my treat. After the 1240 showing on Wednesday, which ominously was interrupted by a power outage just as Jesus was being seized for his trial before the Jewish high priest, Jesus Christ, Elkins and I were both in a state of disbelief. Oh, my God. It was overkill with the violence, Elkins said, as if he possibly could still be alive after all of that. And how do we know that any of this happened as it was portrayed? This didn't convince me or prove anything to me. Me, I couldn't believe that a movie this graphic revolving around the torture, mutilation, and execution of one entity, whether human or deity, didn't merit an NC-17 from the ratings board that supposedly protects our delicate, impressionable children. No, this film somehow eked out an R rating, meaning the parents and pastors can bring the kids. Must be because there was no full nudity or sex. Heaven forbid that kind of display in our films. In a way, this movie is already a triumph for Gibson. I mean, how many directors would be able to orchestrate a media and marketing frenzy like this, generating so much controversy and free publicity that he could turn opening day into a news event? All for a film in Aramaic and Latin with subtitles, no less. You mean it's not in English? Grown a woman in the ticket line after reading the bad news plastered the cashier's window? She bought a ticket anyway. The film was almost omnipresent Wednesday, shown on three of 18 screens at this multiplex. Our showing was about a quarter full. When it ended, there was no reaction, just silence. I don't know what good could come of this, said Elkin, 65, a retired psychiatric nurse and British expatriate who was baptized and confirmed in the Church of England and then just kind of fell away. Now she's active in the local chapter of the Florida Atheist Alliance. The group holds a non-prayer breakfast every month at Denny's in Hialeah. <laughs> when you're in Hialeah, believe me, you need a prayer. If you go in believing in this story, it'll merely reinforce those beliefs, Elkin said, but she expressed concern about it leading to extremism said the whole debate about who gets the most blame, the Romans or the Jews, can only lead to more hate and divisiveness, the crux of her problem with organized religion, which he calls catastrophic to the world. I don't think this was entertainment, Elkin said. I think Mel Gibson is a bit fanatical, and he's trying to push it home with this movie. He's trying to fire up the believers. He's trying to fire something up with that. I mean, that was intense. So intense that it's hard to predict what the reaction or consequences might be. Gibson, who he said, uh, who said he spent $30 million of his own money to make this project, said he did to communicate the tolerance, love, and forgiveness of Jesus' teachings, but the film was so brutal, visceral, and violent, it's easy to see how those lessons might get lost or manipulated in the wrong hands. Before Elkins left, she expressed concern about having her full name used. I might upset some of the religious people with things I've said, she said. I found that all that love one another stuff goes out the window when they get angry. When they want to make you an offer you can't refuse. Like the Inquisition and the Crusades, all of these things. Oh, we want to give you the good word. Or else. Oh, okay. Speaking of that, and we'll get into this, because today's the day that they're finally releasing this grotesque story. A lot more people ought to be talking about this instead of gay marriages and instead of Howard Stern's a potty mouth and whatever else they're talking about. 4,392 priests accused of sex abuse. Oh, my God. 4,400 minus 8. And that's just the ones who've been accused. Right. That's just the ones where people had enough cojones finally to come forward and say, guess what? He done it. He done this and he done that and he wanted to do this and maybe he thought about it. Stuff like that. That's what there ought to be just wild hysterical outrage about. But the media, they got bigger fish to fry. Like, for example, appropriate, very the Oscars, things like that. Sure. I do like veal Oscar, though. 26 after 11. In fact, I do like my baby cow. I sure hope that the veal lady is listening out there. The veal lady. I'm going to have lots of veal. Uh, in fact, Wiener Schnitzel, hey, I think. 26 good. after 11 at 560 QAM. Live, live, and local. What about that? We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. You get a lot of big sports. 
with Neil Rogers on Sports Hole Radio, WQAM. I can remember back when radio was cool. I said when I grow up, that's what I want to do. But now it's run by greedy corporate holes and suits that only care about the bottom line, not you. They are omnipotent, their power has no end. Because the CEO is daddy Bush's friend. And so and so is meant for you to hear instead. What did I say? 131. Boy, this show sure has gone by fast, didn't it? Come again. Now, let's see. This is interesting, this name that you sent, but we're certainly not going to put that on the air, the uh, thing from Tampa. Right. Like I said, we're certainly... All, for a minute there, I thought I was going to have to dump that spot. <laughs> didn't you? Hey, that's none of our business. But he said, the hell it's not. The spots? Yes. All right, let's dump them all. All right. Dante in Boca says, yesterday the goddess returned to the air from a week-long trip to New York. She said she has good news to announce on today's show. My guess is she's moving to New York and will follow Al Franken on the Liberal Talk Radio Network, still carried by WJNO. Uh, tell Greg Weed to grow a pair and put Stern on power. Oh, right. Hey, that's a good idea. How about here? QAM would be better, though. Yes, for us. And the audience, of course, will take either. Walter Cronkite's got a great column, uh, which I think I'm going to read that before I do the priest thing. We had it on our website yesterday, the most Christian of virtues. But we'll get to that after we take four or five hundred calls. WQAM, hello. QAM. Gone. WQAM, hello. That was line one, by the way. I just mentioned oh. that. Q QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Joey. Hey, Joey. Little Joey, how are you? Pretty good. How you been doing? Happy anniversary. Thanks. All I can say is that this country has gone to hell in a handbag. Amen. And it just scares me to death because I've got one child and one coming, and I am totally terrified to raise them in this country the way it is right now. I'll see you in Columbia, man. Uh, I don't think I'll be headed that way. I think I'll oh. be in north. Okay. Well, I'll greet you at the border. That, that's probably the only solution because if it continues, it's just going to get worse and worse. Good luck to you, Joy. All right. Take care of you. Good hearing from you. Let's little Joy. Remember little Joy? Long time. And his very lovely wife? Indeed. 720 votes in an hour and a quarter. 720. Are you counting those? One at a time. What's your reaction to Clear Channel's decision drop in Howard Stern's show? Fascism is alive and well in America. 374. 52%. The radio police, the pot police, the word police, the jaywalking police, the pleasure police. So anyway... The gay marriage police, yes? Judge dismisses security fraud charges against Martha Stewart. 
Oh, well, how come that's not on CNN yet? Uh, it says U.S. considering dispatching uh, Marines to uh, Haiti. Uh, Two thousand plus Marines would sit on their ships off the coast of Haiti. MSNBC has it. MSNBC has it. Well, let's flip right over there. Thank God the coast is clear and uh, Bo Deedle ain't on there no more. I've heard the evidence. I've heard your case. I've heard your witnesses. And you know what? I'm just not convinced uh, that there was any uh, evidence of securities fraud such that I can even send it to a jury. Remember? Well, good. Judge dismisses securities fraud charge against Martha Stewart. She's out. Everything is A-OK. And that's good news because not that I really give a crap about her or her uh, pewterware or whatever she's peddling. But, uh, you know, we got bigger fish to fry. And now the media won't be able to waste so much time with cockerire like Scott and Lacey Peterson and Martha Stewart and all of these things. Maybe get down to brass tacks, but I doubt it. Anyways, I was saying 720 votes. Fascism is alive and well in America. 379. Just changed again. 731. I'm angry. I want Stern on QM Monday. 125. Or power. I'm foaming at the mouth 93. I don't care. I'm not a Stern listener. 63. Like I said, you should care. You don't get it. This is the last straw. I'm finished with the right wing. 52. That's 7%. And it's about time. Get the filth off the air. 19. Only 2.5% out of 731 votes. 2.5% who are too stupid to reach over and change the dial. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Pretty good. I am telling you, if Bush gets reelected this next election, I will jump on a raft and head back to Cuba. There you go. In fact, things also, might be a lot freer there. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, I've noticed the Spanish stations, they get away with a whole lot more than the English Yeah, we, we know. We know. They say whatever so, the hell they want. They swear, they curse, they libel, right. they slander people, right? So I think I can say that Condalisa... Okay, great. <laughs> Five six seven. Yeah, you can say it. Just don't say it on the ear, okay? Yeah, you can say it. <laughs> oh, man. In fact, uh, I think we may be getting a memo this weekend. Be careful what you say about Celia, too. I am Celia Cruz and I am dead now. And I remember when I was alive. I will let you do the living way with it. Celia Cruz, Michael Powell, and Condoleezza, I think they've all morphed into one person. You can see what that person uh, looks like now on neilrogers.com, by the way. Not a pretty sight. Oh, come on. Depends Let's on where see. You're Here's one says, not to insinuate perversion and cover-up, but those German sunbathers were lying on South Beach at 15th Street. 15th Street has been recognized as the new topless beach since the new hotel and shop construction at the north end of Ocean Drive in the last two years. There's a lot of rubbernecking going on there. You don't think maybe the couple's looking east while driving south, do you? <laughs> oh. No way. Not in Florida. And by the way, cover those uh, grotesque loins up. Frank Sarabino, who is this? Gender tally tips voters blank slates. What does this mean? Says so I was. I, I better read this before. What is this all about? What? It's a stupid thing. Oh. Thanks, but it's stupid. I don't have time for stupid stuff. It's a. It's in Palm Beach, you know. One of those Palm Beach Post articles by somebody who thinks he's a writer. With some. We had those two great columns today by Tom Jicka and Michael Holdemayo. Nice going, Mike. And by the way, don't see any of them Goyesha movies anymore. It'll rot your brains out. Walter Cronkite. This isn't written by some rabid, railing, wild-eyed uh, liberal. This is written by the well-respected Walter Cronkite, and that's the way it is. The most Christian of virtues. He says, the forthcoming presidential election will be decided on several issues of profound importance to the nation's future. It's unfortunate that the debates about them will be confounded by a religious issue that doesn't belong on the political agenda. The issue is same-sex marriage. A majority of our people identify themselves as Christian, and many of the faithful believe that they have a mission to pass on the Word of God to those who don't believe with the same fervor as themselves. 
Their faith is admirable. Indeed, this might be a better world if we all obeyed our religious lessons with similar devotion. But that, of course, is not the case. And the zealots who follow the leadership of the so-called religious right are threatening us with religious war fought on the battleground of the presidential election. The zealots are determined to make a political issue of their conviction that same-sex marriages are so immoral as to threaten the well-being of the nation, if not civilization itself. The more fanatical among them even claim that same-sex marriages would encourage homosexuality to the degree that the nation's birth rate would be endangered. They also fear that, they also fear that children adopted by same-sex couples will choose to follow the lifestyle of their adoptive parents and thus perpetuate, even exacerbate, what they see as the problem of homosexuality. Whatever the likelihood of its more drastic fears coming to pass, or even if it's successfully in successfully legislating moral behavior, the conservative Christian right is entitled to its beliefs and to its determined pursuit to criminalize same-sex marriage. Our constitutional guarantees freedom of speech, press, and religion, after all. Oh, that was until the other day, by the way, Walter, freedom of speech part. He says, there are many of us Christians who we call our Sunday school teachers and later our ministers dwelling upon the sympathy and respect, indeed the tolerance for others that they taught was basic to our Christian religion. As the prophet Isaiah summed up this need for tolerance, come, let us reason together. I thought that's what, uh, what's his name said in Godfather 3? Eli Wallet. I thought we could reason together. Oh, zap him off. Eli Wallet, you're done. Go with the cannolis. Anyway, Walter Cronkite says, we who believe this are compelled to ask, where is the tolerance, where is the Christian spirit and the effort to criminalize the personal choices of our fellow citizens, personal choices that do not physically threaten others? Where is the Christian tolerance and the conceit of those Christian leaders who dare suggest that they alone can be trusted to properly interpret the lessons of their Bible and who would impose that belief on this nation's highly diverse peoples by threatening to throw them in jail if they don't agree with the Christian rights version of God's wishes? Besides wishing to criminalize individual behavior, the more radical members of the Christian right would like their proposed federal law to dictate what individual churches could do in regard to recognizing or performing same-sex marriages. This is another abomination. Shouldn't that decision be made by the individual church or denomination? What possible excuse is there for government intervention in this decision except an unreasonable, unchristian intolerance for freedom of worship? Where is the Christian tolerance in those right-wing Christian leaders who would impose their religious beliefs on the entire diverse population of the United States, even to the extent of a constitutional amendment curtailing our rights of religious freedom? As the conservative Christian leaders pre leadership presses this matter, which they depict as a moral issue, they threaten a religious war that will split our nation at a time when unity would be helpful in attacking far more critical problems, our foreign policy, the economy, education, medical care, and the environment, just to name a few. In the difficulties ahead, the tolerant among us, Republican, Democratic, Independent, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, or non-believer, are going to have to try to preach another morality, and that is the morality of tolerance, writes Walter Cronkite, and that's the way it is. I won't tolerate that. Oh. 20 till noon at 560 QM. The, the My Dog's off today. we got the Booster. That's with a G. Say it very clearly. We like Boog a lot. B-O-O-G, as in God, at 2 this afternoon. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Q-A-Q-A-M. Good to see you. Let's get right to the things that have been the most talked about of recent date, and that's crisis. You have had a financial problem. You know, Larry, I, I'm not making so much money these days. We are told that you have, you're part of the financial problem. Oh, definitely, yes. And I Explain think that. that. Well, uh, I, I sort of have an inside track, you know what I mean? Ah, that's what A I mean. Why? Uh, distortion of the truth. Uh-oh. Somewhere in the vicinity of $700 billion. Did you know it was that much? No, I did. $700 billion? Billion, yes. You're kidding. Timing is everything. You know what they say? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Shame on you. Martha Stewart fraud. That's true. She's falling apart. Bankruptcy, actually. On this edition of Larry King Live, 
Don't go 16 till noon at 560 WQM. Study shows almost 4,400 priests accused of sex abuse. Two church-sanctioned studies documenting sex abuse by U.S. Roman Catholic churches say that about 4% of clerics have been accused of molesting minors since 1950 and blame the bishop's moral laxity in disciplining offenders for letting the problem get worse. The Diocese of Yakima, Washington, said in a news release that a survey compiled by the John J. College of Criminal Justice found 4,392 of the 109,694 clergy who served over that five-decade period faced allegations of abuse. The survey was overseen by the National Review Board, a lay watchdog, that's just a play on words, a lay watchdog panel the bishops formed at the height of the molestation crisis. The Review Board had a uh, news conference this morning scheduled in Washington to discuss the John Jay Report and a companion study that examines the causes of abuse troubles. A source who has read both documents told the AP on condition of course of anonymity that the causes, the causes report places much of the, what is that? That the causes report places much of the blame on bishops, whatever that means. It says their moral laxity created an atmosphere that allowed the abuse problem to fester. Remember Fester? Uncle. He got done. Diocese nationwide received 10,666 abuse claims since 1950, according to the study. Of those claims, by approximately 6,700 were substantiated. About 3,300 more were not investigated because the accused clergymen were dead. Another thousand or so claims proved to be unsubstantiated. The National Report also tallied abuse-related costs at $533.4 million. That's only so far, because we've got all these other suits pending. Over a half a billion dollars. People are starving. People are out of work. Children are living on the streets. And your church, the Catholic Church, these Getchkis, have already paid $533.5 million, and that's only the tip of the iceberg. That they've only just begun, as the old song says. The Causes Report acknowledges that some bishops recognized the gravity of the problem early on and spent years lobbying the Vatican to change church law so they could move faster against abusers. It also said the bishops were sometimes ill-served by the therapists and lawyers they sought out for guidance. Still, there have been widespread reports of bishops who sheltered abusers, and the review board used harsh language to criticize churchmen who failed to act. It said these bishops were guilty of neglect and insensitivity toward victims that allowed the smoke of Satan to enter the church. The smoke of Satan. You ready for that? I wonder if it was that effeminate Satan that had the a thing hanging out of his nose in the Passion of the Christ. A booger? A booger. Well, whatever. Ah, no, ah, 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 ah. Booger. That's boog, Shambi, not booger, Shambi. Got it? Okay. I'm serious. You better, like, not even come close. Just back away. When in doubt, leave it out. Just walk away. Right. When in doubt, air it out. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. And Verizon Wireless Line. 28 years today on the air in Miami. It's a pretty exciting day for me. The phone is just dead as a doornail. Well, that's the way it goes because I've been rambling a lot here. We're doing a lot of reading. That's okay. Do I apologize for that? No. No, because we got some excellent stuff here today. You got stuff? We got some good stuff. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Good. Listen, I, I can't I can't figure this uh, homosexual... The homosexuals want to get married to each other, right? And? Well, I mean... Heterosexuals, they get married, and 50% of the time they get divorced. Uh-huh. So maybe let's give the let's give the gay people a chance also. I mean, right. it's okay. To, to, see what, to see what a bad mistake it is, right? I mean, it, I, I don't get it. I'm dumbfounded. I, I don't understand. Well, what well, you, well, you don't get is that it, uh, seriously, it's all about the rights that people have: the rights to visit their uh, part, their partner in the hospital, the rights. Uh, to uh, Social Security benefits when they die. There's a zillion different things that, uh, from a legal standpoint, that's what they want. But if 
somebody, if some, if some right wing Christian wants to go out and get married four times, that's okay. It's right. okay if, you, if he gets divorced three or times. Or if some slut times. like Liz Taylor wants to get married uh, 85 times, that's okay. That, that, that's all right. And if, if a child right. abuser Catholic priest wants to do, wants to marry them for the fourth time, that's okay too. Right. That's correct. All right, I, I, I still don't understand. Can we straighten you out? Okay, good. Think about it this weekend. 5670560. Oh, it's nothing anybody should care about or worry about any more than who's sleeping with whom as long as there's no children involved and nobody's been molested or abused. That's it. There's not, there's nothing else that's anybody's business. And, and nobody's business. And like that uh, article just said I read by Cronkite, all these supposed good Christians, mind your own freaking business. If you want to live according to whatever uh, fairy tales you believe in, fine. But when you start believing in those part of the fairy tales that excuse you to persecute other people and discriminate against other people and trying to change the laws of the land based on your uh, Neanderthal mentality, that's where everybody else has to st step in and say, this is where we draw the line. And the answer is, no. no, thank you. Which is why it's so ludicrous that, of course, the TV networks keep putting on, here's Jerry Falwell and James Dobson and uh, all these other right-wing, you know exactly what they're going to say, the same old hate, the same old scriptures, though. The Bible says... Fine, take the Bible and wipe your ass with it, okay? We don't care, the rest of us. Not interested. Just like that fax I read yesterday from that idiot Jared on Miami Beach about, well, gays ought to kiss the ground. They ought to be uh, grateful they made such great strides more than any place else. Right. Man, talk about a Neanderthal. Talk about somebody who, who lives uh, with probably with, they've never been off the beach. Probably uh, his life is so narrow, he probably lives within a 10-block radius. And don't bring radius into it. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. H happy anniversary. Thank you. Hey, I want to ask you about a couple little things. Uh, do you know why they picked Miami for the whole Stern thing? Well, not just Miami, but one of the cities was Miami. No, no, because it's Clear Channel. See, I mean, Howard's on like 700 and I think it's 7, or is it 170? I don't know what the number is. A tremendous number of stations. But Clear Channel owns 1,200 stations, but only six of them carried the Stern Show, and one of them, just with your bad luck, happened to be big in Miami. So the other ones were Rochester and Louisville and Pittsburgh, San Diego, and someplace else. Right. Orlando. Did you hear what uh, Bush did yesterday about something about some Cuban visas so people could go to Cuba? And What's your thoughts on that? So people could go to Cuba? Yeah, like they don't need a visa or something like that. I didn't hear that. I thought they were making it tougher. I heard that he signed some kind of... Uh... Something that now you don't need a visa to go to Cuba. No, no way. Really? I'll, I'll check the story, but because uh, I read it, but I don't think that was the uh, crux of it. No, I think they're making it harder. They're cracking down. Hey, did you see that movie, uh, THX? Uh, no. Old movie. No. Yes, Robert Duvall. George saw it. Robert Duvall. I wish I had seen it. Is it good? It, isn't yes. it? It's like what America's turning into. Really? Yes. Yeah. Check, check it out. Okay, I'm, I'll rent it right here in Canada. Thanks a lot, Pally. All right, buddy. See you around, eh? It's a 1984-ish kind of a thing. Ooh. That couldn't be coming true, could it? Yes. Hmm. Like I said, you ought to watch Network, Patty Trasky's Network, and you ought to watch uh, this movie, whatever it was, THX in 1984, George Orwell's. Right. All of these things. Nudity, and then you say, boy, this sure, this sure uh, sounds familiar. This sure rings a bell. And when Howard Beale is standing there ranting and raving about the Saudi deal must stop now, Wow. The Saudis. And then he goes on ranting and raving about how they own this and they own half of the country and, they, and all this other stuff. It's uh, pretty amazing, considering that was like how many years ago? About 30, man. Yeah. 72, 74, something like that. WQAM, hello. Hello, is this Neil? Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How's it going? Pretty good. 
Yeah, the guy that just called is a moron. Why would Bush want to make it easier for people to go to Cuba? It's actually he's trying to make it harder for uh, yeah. for people to do business in Cuba. Right. Cracking down, cranking down those uh, sanctions. That's right. Yeah, that's what he was doing. Hey, Neil, I had a question. But for I will you. say this: if you come to Canada, sir, you can hop on a plane. Air Canada will be more than happy to fly you anywhere in Cuba you want to go. No problems at all. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to go to Cuba. I heard the chicks over there are pretty hot. There you go. Anyways, I had a question for you, Neil. Do you think that uh, President Bush, in order to win the election, has Osama bin Laden hidden somewhere, and then right towards the end is going to pop out and say, hey, I just found Osama bin Laden. I think they're going to have him pop out of a wedding cake. <laughs> yeah, and maybe at a gay wedding. And the other thing I wanted or to say, wedding. Neil, the other thing I wanted to say is that, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I'm, I'm a Christian. You know, I follow my beliefs and whatnot, but I think it's, totally unfair that as a Christian that we try to impose our thoughts and, you know, force people to do other things that they really don't want to. Seems pretty simple, doesn't it? Seems very simple. If, if, if you read the Bible, you know, it tells you, you know, preach the word, but it doesn't say hold a sword to someone's uh, neck and make them... No, it doesn't do say make them want. an offer they can't refuse. That's a, a different movie. So, whatever, Neil. Just wanted to say those things and hope you have a great one. Thanks a lot, Pally. Yeah, it doesn't say make him an offer they can't refuse. Like I said, that is a movie we like. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Good. And then, of course, there's always... Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. Nice glasses, uh, Mo. Oh, I'm sorry, Mo. Absolutely. Wrong Mo. <laughs> that name, Mo, seems to be like a little bit unlucky, you know? No, what do you mean? You know what I mean. Mo Howard did all right. Mo Howard David did? No, the other one. Five six seven. Yeah, but he was always banging guys on the head with that uh, whatever it was. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. We have uh, record breaking possibilities here today. This is shocking. Well, it's not really shocking. Like uh, my good friend Ricky Ticky would say, it's just shock radio. <laughs> not anymore, Rick. See how I turned him around, boy. He loves this show now. Uh, I wouldn't surprise it if he's trying to call and get in. Rick Shaw. Remember on my last anniversary, not only did he call. Or was that on my birthday? And he sent me those uh, CDs with all the um, the CBS special. Right. What a great guy, even with that stale, musty cap. He knows what a brutal business this is. Over 40 years, Rick Shaw has been playing that old crap in South Florida. Keep it going, Rick. 820 votes, and it's not even noon yet, man. It's not even Nunez. What's your reaction to Clear Channel's dropping a Howard Stern in those six markets, including Florida? Maybe Clear Channel are the ones who put the duh in Florida, you think? They sure help with their crap, with their syndicated crap. And the one show that people have syndicated that they wanted to hear, oh, no, you can't hear that. If you want to hear right-wing propaganda around the clock, that's okay. But if you want to hear an entertaining show, a show for people with an IQ over the age of five with a sense of humor, you can't hear that. No. Fascism is alive and well in America, 433, 52.8% said that. There's that cover-up artist that built and worship, uh, uh, what's his name? Bishop Wilton Gregory, or Bilton oh, Wilton, whatever his name. We're listening to Bishop D. Yeah, good, screw him. I'm angry, I want Stern on QM Monday, 139. I'm foaming at the mouth of 109. I don't care, I'm not a Stern listener, 67. This is the last draw, I'm finished with the right wing. 7%, 58 votes on that. This put him over the edge. And it's about time, get the filth off the air. Only 20 people, 2.4%, who just ain't got no idea how to change that dial. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM.
I want a full investigation. The children, the children. What about the children? The children, the children. I want a full investigation. The children, the children. What about the children? The children, the children. What about the children? Michael Powell wanna know where the food's at. Drop the foul down and gal little teeth tack. He don't want you to ever to see that. All to do, all to think, all to say crap. And I'm qualified to spoil this brat. Got the gig as he gets from his old man. That should tell you where the hell his head's at. The boots got coral, brown and flushing. They close their eyes and pray to Yushki. Save his old dog from nudity. That's gay. Who's the music queen? Michael Powell wanna know where the move at. And let me find, let me find that can show that. He has a mind of a five-year-old lad. Violence is good, but sex is so bad. He's a grand cracker milk and a long nap. Thanks to the job that he got from his dad. We got a moralist FCC now. You don't want your children seeing nudity. That's your own responsibility. Leave your whole mess up, don't bother me with this. I don't want a baby shit, your kid. Michael Powell wanna know where the move that He didn't like what he saw when he sat On the toilet with a feminine bag bag It was pretentious from a boob in that sack I'm just wishing that likes to grandstand Michael Powell wanna know where the move that Michael Powell wanna know where the move that well, it's 12.01. You can look on neilrogers.com and you can see the lovely Christina Ricci, although not so lovely in that picture. She's slouching. Or, what? She's slouching. Ooh. Uh, Lynn faxes and says, happy anniversary. I have a small request. Can we have a naked man day? Please, add, uh, all boobs all week is boring. Well, I think most of our audience probably doesn't agree with that, Lynn, but uh, I suggested that. You know me. Right, I know you. <laughs> Gay. But we're, who's going to find those pictures? You. No, I, I, I'm not going to be here. I'm uh, going on vacation. I know who could find him. I'm listening. Yeah, he might uh, look for him. <laughs> Some naked pictures. Come on, Mo. I'm listening. Fresh from the locker room. Well, whatever. I'm, I'm sure you can work on it. You can find something very tasteful. We can find that old Brad Pitt picture with his penis or something like that. And by we, we mean keep uh, Lynn uh, all excited and whipped up to a frenzy. Uh... I'll work on it, so to speak. Mario faxes and says, kind of a long fax here this morning. It says, happy anniversary, man. More thanks, Mario. This morning on my way to work, I had no choice but to turn on the Mo Show. I forgot to load any CDs in the car. FM radio blows, and I was tired of singing to myself. At the fear of falling asleep at the wheel, I turned on the morning show and had the displeasure of hearing the Momeister touch, can we say that, on the subject of Howard Stern. In his glorious and inexperienced opinion, the Momeister said this topic will die by Monday because people just don't care. Absolutely. Oh, what a moron. Wow. Has this man lost all touch with reality? Is he so disconnected from the world that anything other than Fiedler and the Dolphins is not important? Does this idiot fail to realize that this is not a Howard Stern issue? It's a freedom of broadcasting and speech issue? That this goes far and beyond what Stern said, that it will affect every broadcaster in America, including himself, if the fascists aren't stopped? And believe me, I've heard him use plenty of language once he started on this station and he started picking up on what everybody else was doing. I've heard him use plenty of language that he ain't going to be using no more, if you catch my drift. So it's not, you know, again, it's not a Howard Stern issue like I keep trying to say. No more. Yeah. No more. No more of that crap, Mo. No more. No more. Don't forget, starting Monday morning, Howard will be on on QAM. Yeah, won't he? Yes, he will. It says, I think we all know the answer to all those questions. Mo, you're a moron with a capital M. 
Furthermore, in discussing the possibility of Stern joining QM, the Momeister said that what management should do is recognize the talent it has on the air and stop worrying about Stern. Gildy had to add, of course, management wants to maintain QM a sports station. God help us. Oh, yeah, Gildy wants to maintain a sports station. That's the only reason your squeaky ass is on the air. <coughs> Give those scores and talk about Jay Fiedler <coughs> and kiss Moe's ass. Who are you kidding, Gildy? Maintain as a sports station. That's the Greg Reed, your Clarence Dero Mafia. The sports nerds. That Clarence Darrow's got the chutzpah to come in here the other morning and say to me, Well, just as kind of a joke, why don't you do a sports show? Just for one day, huh? Do a sports show. <laughs> in response to all these other things that are going on. Right. It'll be a cold day in hell, man. It'll be a day when you grow a big pair, Clarence, when I do a sports show. The, the last thing we need on this radio station, and with all due respect to my close personal friend, the Mad Dog, I get done with that show yesterday. We're foaming at the mouth about this stern thing. Uh, people are madder than hell, and I, you know, and I sit here. I'm listening for a couple of minutes before I go to lunch. And what's the very first thing they're talking about? Give you one guess. You know the name. Dolphins. Not Willie? more specific. Jay Fiedler. Jay Fiedler. You got it. Jay Fiedler. And I didn't even listen. Oh, and I just said to myself, "Are you kidding me?" And I slammed this thing down, and I just uh, ran out of here to lose my. I mean, eat my lunch. Good golly. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I just, I, please indulge me. I have to comment on what happened yesterday with Howard Stern. Go ahead. As it, unfortunately, I think the public doesn't realize that we went back 20 years in time. F no, 50 years in time. 50. Well, I'm thinking of 1984, thanks to George Orwell Bush mm -hmm. and his band of Nazis. Right. I was listening to the chairman of PAX Communications testify yesterday yeah and this lunatic makes the statement that it's the responsibility of the broadcasters and the FCC to protect and preserve the quality of the airways which are after all owned by the public right well if I own the airways why can't I listen to what I want to listen to shut up was this, was this buddy bud Paxson by any chance himself yes. that was testifying yes oh and my this, goodness what a phony and a hypocrite oh unbelievable you can look at the guy and see he's a phony and then they have some talking head who's some associate deputy director of the FCC who goes to ahead to quote that in 2001 they had roughly 16,000 complaints. 2002 the number was like 34. 2003 it was a big number. It was approaching 100. And this year they expected somewhere between a quarter of a million and 300,000. Yeah. So if I got half a brain in me, and I think I do, the last census said we were getting pretty close to the 300 million number in this right. country. Right, that's right. So the complainers represent right now less than one ten thousandth of the percent of the population. Right. But the tail's going to wag the dog, and I'm going to lose my First Amendment rights. That is correct. Scary country. i got to find you at the border, my friend. Okay, Pally, I'll look for you. We'll keep the uh, searchlight on for you. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Squeeze that passport. I'm telling you, you people think I'm joking. You thought I was joking, too, when I told you about the fascist government and the fascist FCC and how you were going to lose freedom of speech, freedom of choice, and how the right-wing uh, religionists are going to take over the whole damn country. They already stole it. They've already stolen it with all the hysteria about the passion of the Christ and all this other bull crap. Mel Gibson looking to make 25 or 30 million about 30, man. bucks with spewing hate and fantasy. It's all fantasy. There, there is no historical recorded record of any of the stuff in that movie. No. Except in the most general sense. He just made it up. Oh, but it was so realistic, and it told me the story. Yeah, it told you whatever story he wanted to tell you, what he made up. 
course, like, like the historians have said, the people in that day didn't have long hair like this Jesus. They didn't, they spoke Greek, not Aramaic. But uh, don't confuse Mel Gibson with the facts, because he's a genius. Five six seven oh five sixty. Oh, look at this. Martha still faces uh, two counts of lying to investigators, so she's not off the hook altogether. There's Kendall's coffee. They're not going to have the kind of discussion in the courtroom. That well, thank God Kendall Coffee's got something else to talk about beside Alien these days. Isn't that good? And then the breath oh, of fresh yeah. air. Really. I mean, things for the legal profession have really turned around. Now we got Ellis Rubin defending uh, all kinds of uh, gay marriage uh, people. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Whew, man. Next, Norm Kent will be out there trying to uh, get the death penalty for smoking pot. The way, well, things are like turning upside down. I don't know. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going, bro? All right. Uh, happy anniversary, man. Thank you. Hey, bro, I'm so pissed off today with these political thugs. I think these guys should be uh, forced to read 1984 and Fahrenheit 451 until their eyes bleed. Exactly, with toothpicks. <laughs> exactly, man. You know what, bro? I only have one more thing to say. We're both... Pilgrims in an unholy land, man. Have a good one. Okay. <laughs> right. There you go. We're pilgrims in an unholy land. It's unclean. It's unclean. Get the leeches. How about Brian Leach? I don't like Brian Leach. He's uh, just over the hill, washed up at a young age. Brian Leach of the Rangers. Oh. Rangers, by the way, pounded the Islanders last night 6-3 with their new coach. They're pissed off and fired up, so that's good news for the Panthers. I just mentioned that in passing, and speaking of the Panthers, I noticed somebody hasn't called to say happy 20th anniversary yet, probably having a couple of free lunches at the uh, Pizza Loft in Davie. If it's free, it's me. What's your reaction to Clear Channel's decision to dump the Howard Stern show? That's our poll question. The response is unbelievable. So, Mo, you're an idiot if you really think by Monday people will forget about this. This is the most popular show in the market. It's one of the two or three most listened to shows in America. And this schmuck that we got on who's ethnic our broadcaster, as my little dog used to say, He's a broadcaster like Tiny was a broadcaster. He's uh, making comments about how by Monday they'll forget about it. In your dreams, baby, in your wildest dreams, sounds like swishful thinking to me. You bushly jerk you. 869 votes in uh, less than an hour. Because we've, or in less than two hours. Fascism is alive and well in America. 459, almost 53% are finally sniffing the daffodils, man. And they have that unctuous, putrid smell of rotting flesh. I'm angry. I want Stern on QM Monday, as in Monday morning at 6. 146 say that. 16.8%. Duff said he thought it was a great idea, by the way. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm foaming at the mouth, 111. I don't care. I'm not a Stern listener. 78% don't care. They're oblivious. They don't understand the greater picture here. This is the last straw. I'm finished with the right wing. 61. 7%. And it's about time. Get the filth off the air. Only a mere 22 Two and a half percent on nearly 900 votes, 22. And then, you know, there's got to be somebody to vote for it because we put it up there, so probably half of those aren't even serious anyway. Just to kind of like bust our chops a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have said bust our balls, but that's well, no, I can't say that. Anymore. I mean, that's not the FCC. We just don't want to get Donna Shillelagh all bent out of shape because there's nothing worse than having your Shillelagh all bent out of shape. Oops, see, there you go again. It's kind of crooked anyway. It's an Irish thing. Ten yes, past noon at 560 WQM. Pompano Park is hosting its biggest night of racing this season tomorrow night. It's Isla Capri night at the track headlined by the $160,000 final of the Isla Capri Pacing Series. But that's not the only action on the track, as tomorrow's program also has the $75,000 MacLobel Trotting Series final and the $50,000 Red, Red Bowtie Invitational. That's exactly what I said. 
and the first 4,000 fans at the track tomorrow starting at 6 p.m. will get a free Isle Pace t-shirt. There will be free vacation drawings for trips to the Isle of Capri casinos both in Biloxi, Mississippi and Our Lucaya on Grand Bahama Island. A free family fun night live music too tomorrow night. Tonight, There'll be a money machine at the track. Fans can enter for free wins to chance, uh, and a chance to grab a thousand dollars in cash and betting vouchers throughout the night tonight. Just a half mile from both 95 of the turnpike, it's easy to get to Pompano Park. You'll have a great time. Maybe even get lucky and win some uh, cash. Pompano Park features free admission, free general parking every day. Live harness racing in the poker room are open tonight. And of course, there'll be Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Pompano Park. Poker starts at noon, goes on till midnight. Live racing gets underway nightly at 7.05, including tonight at Pompano Park. For more information, call 972-2000 or check them out on the Wicked World Wide Web at pompanopark.com, where Donald Brainerd is gone. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Good morning, or should I say good afternoon now? Oh, and look at this. I just got a fax from Chris in New York who's pissed off that I just made a comment about Brian Leach. Right. It says, screw you, Neil. Brian Leach is better than anyone on your Panthers or Toronto make-believes. And he only wishes. I guess he's, he's flexing his muscle because the Rangers finally won a game last night against the Islanders. Well, the Leach uh, might be on his way before the trading deadline, which is less than two weeks away now, March the 9th. He ain't going to Toronto, I'll guarantee you that. Well, Toronto's still trying to get Gonchar. Yeah. And, uh, the and, they, still, and they still suck. And the Capitals happen to be here tonight. And I just yeah. talked to uh, my old broadcast partner from Washington, Craig Lachlan. <laughs> Remember him? <laughs> you got to put the, the biscuit in the basket. Was he powdering his knob when you were talking to him? Wayne Gretzky likes to powder his knob. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Anyway, uh, happy anniversary. Thanks, Remember, It only took about six tries to get to now. How do you pronounce that Kolnick's first name, please? Uri. Uri. Yeah. No, not my eye. Uri. No, no. Uri Kolnick. In a pig's eye. You're right. See, because I don't know how to, because nobody knows who these guys are. He's a hell of a player. I tell you, he's turned into a real hockey player. And yeah. uh, Matt Cullen, all of a sudden, is uh, certainly leading uh, that line. I tell you, those two guys click really Don't get too hockey-intensive now, Rimmer, because I need to maintain the audience here, okay? But Just because we got Chris in New York knows hockey. It's He was from New York. Keep Neil, that in mind. Neil, I'm really proud of you. The other night, the Leafs were there. And yet, uh, I'll tell you what, Luongo still, you, you still had... Uh, the right idea and talking about what a great goaltender you're the he is guy. he's the he's the best in the world today there's nobody could come close to him night after night not just every now and then like i mean it, it's really amazing and by the way this this crap up here i'm so sick and tired well eddie belfort is coming back tonight his back is finally okay and then you turn the game on and there's that damn telkvist not ready for prime time yet or even worse trevor kidd a couple of weeks ago who really sucks couldn't stop a bowling ball it's uh, pretty depressing toronto's a little concerned about the future with, uh, <laughs> with belfort <laughs> If, I'll tell you, I'll tell you think, right now, and you know it as well as I do, if it weren't for that 17-game hot streak that they had earlier in the season, right. if it weren't for that, they'd be struggling just to make the playoffs now. As you watch now, Tampa tied them in the standings last night with that win. They're dropping through that conference like a, a rock. But what about the Panthers with Luongo? Every night he gives them a chance to win. They they still got a shot. I mean, the Islanders look like they're ready for a swoon, so I think they still got a shot. Now you're up and and I'll tell you one other thing. I was thinking about it this morning. If Weiss and Horton wouldn't have got injured, they'd be in the playoffs right now. They'd, they'd have a locked up. 100%. Yeah. Horton, was, Horton was the best player for the Florida Panthers. Yeah, those kids are really good players. And Weiss had, had six points in the previous six games. But you know what? We're going to be in Toronto on March the 9th. That's the trading deadline day, and that could be a very, very big game for the Florida Panthers. Yeah, and Panthers. I know it's They're the 9th. It's too bad it's not the 10th because they get paid on the 10th, and I'd certainly be delighted to buy you dinner. But, of course, I'll be a little bit short, so... I'll buy dinner. The ninth sounds good. Now, I want to ask you this, because I you do have, that. I don't want to get too, that. uh, listen to me. I, okay, I said There's I'll a, buy dinner. Nah, nobody is believing that. Who, uh, okay. So who bought you or Bobby Orr last night? 
How did you know I had dinner with Bobby Orr? I had a spy report. Really? I yeah. Had, I bought Who, dinner. You bought dinner? I bought dinner. Do we believe him? No. I can't find the article I had about uh, about uh, Jiggs McDonald. Where the hell is that? About how he's retired. Printed it out. Jiggs is going to retire after the season unless they have a shortened year last year, and they're going to have a new radio guy for the Panthers, and Geldy wants it really bad, and yada, yada, yada. What's the inside story on that, Rimmer? Well, Michael Yormark was on your radio station this morning saying that uh, Geldy is a serious candidate no. or something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> you think so? He shoots his scores. Let's talk about the Panthers. I no, mean, let's uh, let's uh, keep, uh, end the call. Remember, he's trying no, to no, stick no, a I hockey. Just wanna, I just want to say one thing. And, yeah. and you were a big part of it in 1996. In fact, and got no, and got no credit for for it at all. Even from your friend Doug McClain, got no uh, credit. I, no, I devoted the entire show. I sacrificed my show for for about two months to hockey into the Panthers, and all I got when they all got up there on stage and we're all kissing each other's ass. I didn't even get a mention or even a smack in the head. No, you got uh, you got credit from Doug McClain. You didn't get enough credit from the community, though. But all I want to say is, with the Panthers' recent play and the play of Roberto Luongo, who legitimately is an MVP candidate, not only for the Panthers, but in the league, I'm yeah. telling you right now, it's been the most excitement here in Florida for hockey uh, since 1996. And, what uh, are you talking about I'm since the Pavel Bury Ray Whitney days? Are you off your I'm, rocker I'm, when we had I'm that great record-breaking talking... season? Well, that was great, but I'm just talking about the excitement again of the Panthers talking playoffs. I heard it's still two for a month uh, at the uh, Panther games is what I'm hearing. Well, I'm telling you, they're selling tickets, and people are excited about the Panthers. Well, thank again. God for that. By the way, here's the story, finally, from uh, the Herald. Panthers pregame radio host Steve Goldstein said he'd be interested if the team in QM wanted him to take the job. Craig Minervini also says he's uh, interested. Well, to live in Florida and to broadcast Florida Panther hockey games, let me tell you, the list is going to be long. Yeah. A lot of people. Well, I think, well, because Pittsburgh will be uh, folding up before they uh, have another hockey season, so I think Mike Lang will come down and do the radio. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, listen, uh, say goodbye, Rimmer. All right. Uh, happy anniversary, Neil. And if you remember, there was one year anniversary that uh, we shared, came into your studio, and back when you were at WIOD, we had Larry King call in. Rimmer. Yeah, I sure do. Rimmer, what are you doing there? Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? Uh, that's your good buddy, uh, Larry. Give him a big kiss on the ass for me next time you see him. I'll good luck to you, Rimmer. See ya. Say goodbye. Wow, 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 wow. It's Friday, you bastards. Uh, what's the problem, officer? Deploy from the vehicle. <laughs> if you're caught driving without a seatbelt, you will be removed from your car and shot. The police now have the authority to enforce seatbelt safety under the new Patriot Act 2. The new law is in effect now, so click it or be shot. Officers don't like doing this. They are only following orders. It's for your own protection in the never-ending fight against terrorism. Terrorist acts such as mouth noise, burping, and farting could be annoying to others. So under Patriot Act 2, eating will no longer be permitted in restaurants. Anyone eating outside the designated eating area will also be shot. It's the law. The law. We like saying that. The law. The law. The law. The law. The law. It's the law. <laughs> 1221 at 560 WQM. Maybe this is that call. Who's back? Larry. Oh. Hey. Can I hear him now? Larry. I'm here. Oh, there you go. I can almost hear you now. I'm going to move around the plane. Yeah. Well, don't okay. move too much. I don't understand how astronauts could talk from the moon. 
and I can't tell from the plane. Yeah, sounds like the plane landed. Anyway, no worries, Bill. I'm looking out over the Rockies. You're you're still in the air? I'm in the air. How about the plane? Good question, Bill. <laughs> now you didn't really say the worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life was on WIOD. You didn't really say that, did you? Yeah, I did. I can't believe that station, except for you, Neil. <laughs> I knew it. I knew he loved me. I knew it. I love Neil Rogers. Do you? I a problem with the station. This is Whenever the... I'm in Miami, first, whoever the general manager is. Bob uh, Green. In fact, uh, Bob, uh, you know something? Bob is still uh, wiping the tears from his eyes from the last conversation. We said we got Larry King on the phone. He's in the other room right now weeping like a woman. <laughs> Seriously, he is. I'm going with Bob Mitzvah. Are you? Uh... In about four or five years, he's not old enough yet. When he makes it, yeah. Then, how, about, uh, how about going to his bris? That would be even better. With the guy in the afternoon does a thousand voices, right? Yeah, Phil Henry. Is, is, he doesn't. He's ashamed of his own. Huh? He's ashamed of his own. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's ashamed of his own voice. That's right. Yes, he does other voices. Right. Neil, how do you account for twenty years? How do I feel? How do you feel? I feel uh, like Methuselah on a bad day. That's how I feel. I feel like I just sat down with Eucola Katzentine at WKAT and started my first day, and I went to the First National Bank on Alton Road, and she said, Do you feel rich now, Neil, for 215 bucks a week? That's how I feel. <laughs> Incredible. What was your first break? Listen to this, Larry. I went to work and knocked on doors and got a job at a small radio station in Miami Beach, Florida. I did everything. I was, uh, I was, uh, I did the board, I did jock, I did sports, I did news, I did everything. Cleaned up, cleaned up, cleaned up, I did everything. Is that true? Yeah, but when you play those tapes, yeah. obviously it's part of your stick and you have it repeated. Yeah. Why do you do that over and over? For emphasis. We want to yeah, make sure I mean, they... Why, why don't you do something new? Our audience is a little bit slow. We want to make sure they catch it the 40th or 50th time. Yeah, 15 years slow. Exactly. Try, try a top 10 list. Okay, top 10. That's good. I'll start ripping off David Letterman. That would be good. That's original. <laughs> hey, listen, there's a guy here that wants to talk to you. You're going to pee in your pants right there on the plane when you hear this voice. How are you, Larry? Larry. Again. I said, Larry, how are you? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> How soon they forget? Who is that? Your hockey friend. You, Grimmer. Right. <laughs> it's the it's the Grim Rimmer. Grimmer, what are you doing in that studio? I came to see my good friend Neil Rogers. You're the guy he likes. <laughs> <laughs> and not all that much either, Larry. Don't get carried away. Well, I knew he liked someone. He likes you, Rimmer. Hey, can't beat it. Join it. We scored in the last minute and tied you, Emma. I know. I thought you'd be here last night. Oh, yeah, now, he, now he's a now he's a Capitals fan. You know now he's a Capitals do? fan. We all of a sudden we they got lucky and got a point. Now it's we. Nice going, Larry. I'm honorary captain of the Caps. Will will tell you. Yeah, he is honorary captain. Yeah, yeah you going, and that Craig Berube, you make a good pair. I'm going to come down in two weeks for spring training, and I'm coming to the Rogers Studio. All right, I'll pick you that, up and bring. That's it. a deal. I'm, I'm inviting you right now. Anytime you you're in it. town, you I'm come coming, in here. I'm coming. You ring or Cheryl will call me. I'll call her. I'll be there. We'll feed you. We'll get the from the Villa Deli on on the Walton Road on the beach. We'll bring you the best deli you've had since that uh, crazy place you keep plugging on the air, and uh, it'll be a real it'll be a picnic. Happy anniversary, Neil. Thanks, Larry. Okay, baby. Thank okay. you. Don't drop, Bye -bye. don't drop Pat too hard. By the way, did he ever show up two weeks later? No. No. Just another lie that Larry tells, but it was uh, kind of fun. I forgot the bird was actually in on that. Luckily, he, uh, he didn't say too much. I remember. How do you like that? So that had to be a long time ago. Let's see, six and a half eight. and uh, seven and uh, eight, about 15 years ago, huh? 
What, that call? Yeah. Eight years ago. That no, because the bird was, are you crazy? The bird was only with me for a few months at IOD. That was in the beginning. We were days at IOD. anniversary party that I got yelled at for helping Cheryl to contrive. <coughs> well, what the hell was the bird doing there? He was there for your anniversary party. Oh, so in other words, he wasn't still on the show at that point. Correct. He was and there. And he actually long. came back? We shipped him in special. Holy moly. That's almost as embarrassing. That time we did the week's worth of shows from Tampa, and he kept showing up every day. <laughs> no, I don't think anything got more embarrassing oh. than that. That was amazing. You just kept showing up. Listen, it's been great, Glenn. It's been really a lot of fun, uh, you know, rekindling the old deal here. And uh, next morning, there he was again. But he won't be back no more, unfortunately, because he's uh, his cackle lives on, but the bird is dead. Nothing worse than a dead bird. Oh, watch yourself and get a little carried away, and it's all Rimmer's fault. Boy, that Rimmer, he's sure a showstopper. You know, I mean, uh, 26 past noon at 560 WQAM. If you're starving... And you want a break from the kitchen, let somebody else do the cooking. Let Emerald Coast do it, boy, because they cook up a storm. St- <coughs> Start out your mouth-rotting eating Oh, I shouldn't have done that, should I? That's all right. Start out your mouth-rotting eating experience with six different soups and then sample dozens of delicious entrees like New York Strip made to order. They're sizzling Asian grill, the brand-new Seafood Saint Jacques, which is out of this world. they got your oysters on a half-shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, jumbo shrimp scampi every night. If you still have room, sans us. Careful. <laughs> I'm doing this just to get even with you. Sample the hand car primary with their new Thai specialties, too. And, of course, no MSG, no cornstarch, no crap at the Emerald Coast. They cook only with cholesterol-free oils, too, to make sure you walk out with a big smile on your puss and not an MSG headache. The buffet features a full salad bar, a sushi bar, fresh shrimp cocktail, and Emerald Coast even has a full dessert bar for your uh, real pigs out there, featuring Belgian waffles, pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit, too. The perfect ending to a perfect meal. Three Emerald Coast locations for you. They're Sunrise, Pine Island, 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd, North Miami Beach, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in prestigious Pembroke Pines. So take the whole family, the Gunther Mishpacha, or book your next business luncheon right now and let our good friends Richard and the gang do the cooking for you at the Emerald Coast. Take out and delivery available, too. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822 for the unbeatable, world-famous Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. <laughs> Sports Radio 560 QAM. Okay. Spreading like crazy. Oh my God. Spreading their germs. Soon they'll be buried and eaten by worms. Absolutely. People don't come together. They stay apart Nothing can stop it now Cause we are all scared of SARS Don't go to Asia Don't go to Hong Kong Steer clear of Toronto If you want to live long People don't live forever People must all depart But no one wants it to happen now That's why we are scared of SARS People don't come together People, they stay apart Nothing can stop it now. 1232 at 560 WQAM. I think we can get back on track now. Okay, Rimmer, it always has that tendency to throw us a little bit off. 
<laughs> Just a little bit off. Pop, 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 pop. You know, remember the uh, spokesman, I guess he is now. He sounded like he was the salesman for the organization there with that call, didn't he? Oh, I'm sorry, what? The spokesman. 965 votes on the poll, though, and it's uh, only 12.30. I think we just make a, uh, might make a 1,000. I think we will. Now, if we don't make a 1,000, I'm going to go on vacation next week. Although, what's your reaction to Clear Channel's decision to drop the Howard Stern show? Fascism is alive and well in America, 506, 52.4%. I'm angry. I want Stern on QA on Monday, damn it, 167. They are pissed off and fired up and foaming at the mouth. They want to say, damn it. I don't care. I'm not a stern listener, 74. This is the last year I'm finished with the right wing, 69, 7.1%. It's about time. Get that filth off the year, 25, 2.5%. It's interesting that percentage has been the same like uh, right from the get-go, right? Right. 2.5%. Oh, I can't turn the dial. I can't. I'm just fixated with it, but it's so disgusting. It's, uh, just take it away. WQM, hello. Not there. QM, hello. Hola. Buenos tardes. Not there. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Marvelous Line. Thanks a lot, River. WQM, hello. Yes, good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, congratulations. Happy anniversary. Thanks. And I, I just wanted to ask you uh, if you caught uh, an article in yesterday's U.S. Today, USA Today regarding uh, a gentleman who was elected the uh, president of Smith & Wesson Firearms. Uh, we have that on our website. Yeah, he okay. went to jail. Oh, yeah, isn't that something? I, I, he went, I, in fact, he went to jail a zillion times, and he had to resign when they found out that he's a, a jailbird for for uh, all these uh, armed weapons. Uh, yeah, but you hear what he said, like, the reason why I didn't mention is nobody asked me. Uh, the, like, the right, hotel. right, he had a record longer than your arm. It was incredible. I mean, you would yeah. think that, uh, you know, that any, any company before they would, you know, nominate somebody for their presidency would at least look at, you know... For, whether or not he, they had they, a, a they figured record. he'd be perfect for the, for their company. He had a lot of experience. That's really something. But uh, you know, it's interesting that what, what happened with with uh, Howard Stern. Um, you know, the, the thing that amazes me. You think that if he was in more markets for Clear Channel, that they would have um, you know dropped him? Yes, I, I think the pressure was that great. Really, I mean, even if he was in say like half their markets, I mean, that's a lot of advertising revenue they're going to turn down. And, and I know, but this, well, the, what can I tell you? When the uh, when the man when uh, Hogan was, they put the, his feet to the fire. They had no choice, and so they made him the scapegoat. Uh, that's something. I mean, I, I just kind of thought maybe they'd let him go because you know he wasn't even in a, in a great majority. And, of and don't forget, they got that seven hundred fifty-five thousand dollar fine in Tampa that they're still uh, they're they're uh, you know protesting it. They're appealing it. But uh, they're already in deep crap, and plus the fixed contest and all the other stuff. Yeah, that's true, too. Well, right, let's just hope come November, you know, we'll make some changes in, in, in the White House, and hopefully it'll trickle down to the rest of the country. Yeah, let's create two new jobs for a start. Okay, Neil, have, have a, a great, great day. Have a great day, Thanks. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. I mean, do you think it was a coincidence that Bubba Love Sponge got canned on Monday and that Stern got yanked off Clear Channel uh, two days later? No. No. Oh, uh, you're just one of those conspiracy theorists. Right. Uh, just guys. a cynic, that's right. Because I know what a bunch of grave robbers they are and how, they've, how much damage they've already done to our industry. With the help, of course, from the uh, commission, the government. Oh, why don't I let them buy up every radio station? Then we can have uh, Glenn Beck and Rush and Todd uh, Schmidt, uh, Schnitt, whatever his name is. We can have them on every, and maybe even a few with Dr. Laura, on every station in America. All rush, all day. What do you say? WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. The FCC is a bunch of neo-Nazis. 
Amen. And Jewish gay lords rule. Okay. Five six seven. You're not going to argue with that. Five sixty. What is it? You said you're not going to argue with that. Of course not. Pound five sixty on the AT and T Verizon wireless line. Don't forget to join George tomorrow, 11 to 1 at Bill Seidel's Boulevard of Savings. He'll be the sandwich guy. See. Northwest 36th Street, just west of 27th, in my 27th Ave. Stop by to win our crappy beverages. QM prizes. You'll have what? Beverages that we can't say the name of anymore. Like Cider. What? Oh. Oh, that's going to be great. Are you Dickens. actually going to have some of those? Yes, We're going to have will. some insider. And it's, uh, they have the new sugar-free out now. Sugar-free insider? Great. Right. Can't say that no more. Mm, Certainly cider. can't play that bit no more. Nope. I, I'm telling you, as I go, as I go through this uh, DCS, I might as well just throw it out the window. Yeah. I mean, almost everything I'm coming across now, it's like, oh, I can't play that. And now that we realize just how psychotic they are, just how serious they are, just with, just looking for an excuse. It would be like if he had a a cop behind you every time you got in your car, and there was a cop behind you right on your tail with his radar gun, and every single time you wanted to go anywhere, just to the store, to work, He's on your tail with his radar gun, and if he went one mile over the speed limit, that would be it. Fifty bucks, seventy-five bucks, and of course they would keep increasing, and then you you lose your license in about a week. That's what that's what they're waiting for. Won't find it here. No way. WQM, hello. Hey Neil, my condolences for 28 years. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> hey, um, so. I wanted to tell you, I thought you might get a laugh wrapping your brain around this one. Um, I work in the adult website industry. Uh oh. And I, there are so many people I know in this industry who voted for Bush in 2000. How can that be? Well, let me tell you, because I asked them that in 2000. I said, how can you vote for this stooge? And they said, oh, well, Democrats like to stick their nose and everything. Republicans believe in personal freedoms. But you, huh? know what, you know what the real reason was? They said, if we vote Al Gore in, Tipper will censor us out of business. Yeah. Well, Al Gore ain't running this year, and neither is Drew Lieberman, so uh, maybe we've got a shot. Yeah, but you know what? Some of them are saying they'll vote for Bush again. because based on, based on what? Democrats will take away our guns. Hey, I, oh, please. please. <laughs> I thought, John, you know Car- John Kerry has got all kinds of guns. I He's know. Got those, uh, you know. Well, and anyway, you know what? We vote Bush back in, and when the GOP shuts down the adult businesses... He ain't gonna have the money to buy a gun anyway, so what does in it matter? Fact, just, just last week or the week before they started, they're, they're, they announced they're gonna be starting a whole new crackdown on uh, the entire industry. They're doing everything in their power to put all those people out of business. Praise the Lord. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah. Hey, have a good vacation. I'll wave to you from Ambassador Bridge. Thanks a lot, Pally. Alright, bye. Five, six, seven, how do you like that? Right winger. I, I don't understand it. I'm gonna tell no. you right now, if there's one gay person, if there's one woman, if there's one black person, if there's one unemployed person, if there's one person in the adult industry we was just talking about, if there's one person who enjoys uh, freedom of speech, any of those people vote for Bush again, uh, good luck to you. That's all I can tell you. Don't forget anyone who works for a living. Right. The only people who ought to be voting for him are the right-wing fanatical religionists and the, uh, the ultra-rich. That's it. The multi-multi-millionaires and the religious nuts, and some of whom are the same. And nobody else. So how many of those people are there? About 30, man. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. What's the matter, Bob? Uh, you have painful rectal itch? Oh, yeah. You know, the kind that drives you crazy and you scrunch around in your chair and you wait till no one's looking so you can really... Hey, what you need is Preparation H. Here, try some. 
Uh, if it's all the same to you, I'll take it home and try it. Oh, hi, Bob. Hey, I was just out shopping for douche. Here, take some home to Phyllis. And how about a few condoms, Bob? I just bought a gross. Ladies and gentlemen, this station apologizes for the use of the word condom in this advertisement. We strongly object to the mention of this disgusting, repulsive term over the airwaves. We now return to our hemorrhoid and douche ad. Remarks? Now that that's settled, do we have any of that stuff for swollen, oozy athlete's feet? This is Rush Limbaugh, servant of humanity, talk show host, hemorrhoid sufferer. Folks, at over 300 pounds, I know the agony of this kind of dilemma. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you there's help. With new preparation rush and my rush to excellent suppositories, now you can end the pain and itching of hemorrhoidal tissue. Just look for my picture on the box of suppositories and the applicator tube. Another fine product from OIB, the Obesity in Broadcasting Network. And wait till you see those suppositories on our website on neilrogers.com. It's a frightening thing. It's a little scary. The applicator tube. And I know what he can do with it, too. Charles and Deerfield. Oh, and you know what? What? Before I get into Charles' facts, uh, Mark Morgan actually stopped in the studio before the show this morning. And I had never uh, actually encountered Mark Morgan in the flesh to speak to him. And he's the same spaz off the air. That he's kind of like Pharrell. Only, you know, he's still uh, working. Pharrell probably won't be too long. But uh, Mark Morgan talks just like that. And he wasn't putting it on either, was he? Did you get the picture? Of what? Mark Morgan. Is it on our uh, my email? Oh, I sent one to you and to Eric, yeah. I don't think so. I better I check it out on the so. next break. And, you know, who did not show his face today, especially on my 20th anniversary in the market, was old number 23, Troy Stratford's playing... He's hiding again. He's playing hard to get, isn't he? I guess. Even little, I mean, even the unctuous little Skippy came in and said, "Hey, happy anniversary, Neil." I thought I said, "Is this Geldy?" No, that's Skippy. Same person. Well, that's going to be great if Geldy does the Panther games. Won't that be good? Hey, uh, here he comes across the blue line. Woo! Somebody knocked him down. Charles in, in Deerfield Beach says, "71 years ago, Germany's Parliament building, the Reichstag, caught on fire." an event for which the Nazis blamed the communists and used as a pretext to suspend all civil liberties. I guess a good idea is still a good idea, no matter who thought of it first, not to take anything away from Herr Bush, I mean President Bush and his merry band of patriots, but I believe it's important to give credit where credit is due. Which reminds me, speaking of suspending civil liberties, of that speech that James Woolsey made several months ago, maybe now it's like a year or two ago, right after 9-11, now, it was just a few months ago, as I read it here on the air, about if we have another terrorist attack on America, that means that we'll have to give up all these civil liberties that we've enjoyed all these years and we'll have a different kind of society. Uh, what do you mean by that, I wonder? I, I just mentioned that. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQM, hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? How you doing, sir? How you doing, man? Happy anniversary. Right. Thank you. Uh, 28 years in this hellhole. Exactly. Yeah, uh, hey man, I have a question. Yes. And hey, where are all the bright young Americans ready to step up and fight this and uh, save this country? Where are they? Yeah, everybody's the at the mall picking their head, nose, scratching right. their heads, getting out their, their credit uh, boyfriend's nose. Right. Okay. Scratch one for us, Pally. He's got a scratch and sniff. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. And Verizon Wireless Line. Yeah, how come you guys, George and Josh, how come you're not out there saving America from fascism right now? I am, man. Are you? I don't want to say how, though. I'm doing the best I can by long distance, thankfully. Right. WQM, hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? All right. Hey, got a couple things. Uh, yes, sir. In honor of uh, Black History Month, can I hear Kiss an African-American good morning? <laughs> we'll work on that. I like that. Oh, 
also, uh, congratulations on 20, big 2-0. Uh, keep it up. 2-8, you know, 2-8. 2-8. Well, hey, there's only been 20 that are, that are okay. Okay. Hey, uh, keep it up, though. No reason to change now, no matter what Mr. Hogan says. Okay, is that the driver or the guy at the FCC? Uh, uh, Hulk. Thanks a lot, Pally. Hey, hey, what happened to them Leafs last uh, the night? They suck. That's right. See no ya. Panthers. Yeah, the Leafs do suck. I mean, not just uh, the Panther game, but, I mean, last night in Tampa, and they kept getting down by two goals. You know, they gave it a little bit of a shot. They kept coming back, but they lost 4-3. Pat Quinn measured the stick there with less than a minute to go. Oh, that's right. It's an overzine stick. You, they get a penalty. Did it do any good? No. No. They just, uh, they're falling apart, and the people here are like in total denial. All these so-called experts, the talking heads, well, bada beep, bada boop, bada bop, and everybody goes through this. Yeah, right. I know my leaks, believe you me, folk. New York Village mayor to marry gay couples. You ready for that? I'm ready. The 26-year-old mayor of a progressive college village in the Hudson Valley says he'll begin performing gay marriages today, calling it his moral obligation. New Paltz Mayor Jason West, who won office last year on the Green Party line, said he intends to marry at least four same-sex couples at a private bed and breakfast. So I guess it, uh, well, I don't know whether they were in bed or had breakfast or what they ate, but we don't want to can't say it on the air. No. The move could make this village 75 miles north of New York City another flashpoint in the national debate over gay marriage. We are a society, and we as, we as a society have no right to discriminate in marriage any more than we have the right to discriminate when somebody votes or when somebody wants to hold office, West said in a telephone interview yesterday. The people who would forbid gays from marrying in this country are those who would have made Rosa Parks sit in the back of the bus, and he is... Absolutely correct, sir. I wouldn't even let her sit in the middle of the bus, the people he's talking about. Now, that having been said, here is a, a sensational editorial in the uh, New York Daily News from yesterday. Ready? Ready. Locked in. It says, keep gay marriage out of the Constitution. The Constitution of the United States is meant to chart the relationship of the federal government to its citizens, not to regulate those citizens' behavior. That is the Constitution's genius, and it's why President Bush is dead wrong to push for an amendment banning same-sex marriages. Tampering with the nation's founding document for that purpose would be a disaster, no matter how pleasing it might be to Bush's political base in an election year. Once before in history has the Constitution been retooled to permit national guardians to butt their noses in Americans' personal affairs. That was called prohibition. No, leave the judgment on gay marriages to 50 state legislatures. Those bodies already have jurisdiction over the laws governing family relationships, and their members speak with the authority of elected public representatives, unlike, for example, four justices on the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court who deem themselves competent to decide how marriage is to be defined. That court went far beyond the nation's comfort level when it held that Massachusetts gays are entitled to marriage, not just the legal rights that attend marriage, never mind the thinking of thousands of state legislators, the majority of Congress, Presidents Bill Clinton and Bush, and great minds through the ages. And so the country is reaping a whirlwind as Massachusetts ruling fast becomes a case study in the perils of judicial activism. With roughly two-thirds of Americans opposing same-sex unions, as many as 20 states are expected to vote on state constitutional bans, and more than three dozen states have passed laws defining marriage as a union between a man and a woman. Meanwhile, San Francisco Mayor Gavin Newsom has wrong-headedly opened the city hall to a torrent of illegal gay marriages, which I disagree with that part, but the state's rights part is right. The Constitution is too precious an instrument to become entangled in this mess. In pushing for an amendment, Bush says he wants to prevent more courts from following the Massachusetts example. Even if that were wise, Bush's action is extremely premature. There's no rush, and it's heartening that even some leading congressional conservatives appear willing to let the controversy play out before acting. The result is likely to be that over time, legislatures will move towards civil unions, affording committed gay couples some or all of the more than thousand legal rights and obligations that automatically come with marriage. Those spell out, for example, how property is jointly owned, inherited and divided in the event of divorce. They also cover myriad lesser issues that married heterosexuals take for granted, the ability to make hospital visits, for example, or to control remains after death. 
described that way, civil unions are likely to be accepted by many Americans as entirely practical. Meanwhile, Mr. President, leave the Constitution alone. And like I said, while I disagree with the part of their premise, the fact is that states' rights is just fine. Whatever the state decides, why shouldn't that be good enough, especially for the party that's always screaming about gay uh, states' rights? Excuse me, me. About states' rights. But that was only when Rosa wanted to sit in the front of the bus, I guess. Right. Or we wanted to let those black kids into school in Montgomery and Birmingham. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five six. And I should point out that those were uh, Democrats, some of those people like George Wallace, but again, Dixiecrats. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Republican light. Right. WQM, hello. Anniversary. Thanks, Pally. Oh boy. How come they let him out two days in a row? Back in the cage, sweetheart. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Happy anniversary. Thanks. Hey, listen, I was over in the Netherlands when all this Janet Jackson stuff was going down, and I got to yeah. see it on the news over and over and over again. No pixels. Right. No pixels. My only complaint, though, about that place, of all the times I've been there, are the Coca Ecstasy guys. No. The on worst. The street, oh, I got mugged by two of them. Did you really? Yeah. No. For real, yep. They didn't get nothing. They didn't get anything. Well, Anyways, thank the Lord for that. I, yes. Anyway, I told the FCC to do my duty about what I think is going on in this country right now. And the woman that I got onto the that I talked on the phone with, she mm -hmm. totally agreed with me. She said she's just doing her job, but she think, she told me the right-wing lunatics have taken over. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, it was good. So anyway, some... you know, you're, you're doing a great service to humanity. And uh, in closing... Can you play Police Got My Pop for me? I got busted smoking a bowl by some plain clothes the other day. All right. And listen, I'll see you on that damn square. I'll see you there, buddy. I'll still leave. Totes Do we? I tell you, he was popular. He didn't win the election in 48, and he lost to Roosevelt in 44, but that Dewey, they even named yeah. the freeway after him. Oh, and and a uh, uh, filing system. Dewey Decimal, that's right. Forgot all about that. That Thomas E. Dewey, he's big in uh, Deutsch, I mean, uh, Dutchland. See, I don't see an awful lot of difference between Dutchland and Deutschland, but nevertheless, I don't want to get into that. That'll be like talking about the Austrians and about what a bunch of Nazis they used to be, and maybe they still are. I don't know. Five six seven oh five sixty. Lots of Nazis, man. So many Nazis in so little time. Pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Got an Arnie story, Arnold uh, Gropenator, in a little bit. And don't let me forget to read that Tom Jicka thing, the shot heard around the dial. What a great column, little Tommy. Nice going, baby. Man. Seriously, that should be like all around the uh, country. They should have that syndicated, put it everywhere. They should stick it. Well, it's all around the world now. WQM, hello. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. And, and back to you. Congratulations on your anniversary. Thank you. I was wondering, in the light of a great day, that we'll be burying the hatchet with the great ones. What does that mean? Oh, no. Uh, so now he's got his boyfriend calling in, Reverend Jones? That's that's uh, the the guy, the other guy. The other guy, that's what I said, his yeah, boyfriend. Right. Well, I hope they're happy together. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy anniversary, Neil. Thanks. And uh, keep up the good work, and it's starting to feel like a bad movie, Neil. It feels like Invasion of the Thought Snatchers, you know? Exactly. Uh, but keep up the good work. Don't let them stop you, okay, buddy? And, and don't say Snatchers again, man. Watch it. Mm -mm. They're uh, tracing it. Bye. Good luck to you, pal. See, and he was, he got, he's smart. He got off right. the phone real fast. He knows. Smart. We can't even He talk knows about they're that tracing all these calls. He knows they're just waiting to find you to slip up. Even if you fart, it's the wrong flavor, man. That's it. The fart police are going to be next. You'll see. You got the pot police, the fart police, the jaywalking police. 
the sex police, the dirty word police. Oh, those word police are just working overtime. In fact, we don't have enough troops to take care of all the things that we want to do in the world and to bring some of those kids back so they can finally get off the uh, firing line. But we sure got more than enough of these Gestapo running around America just to make sure that you can enjoy life. That's basically what it's all about. You do understand that. Oh, I do. We have people that are having too good of a time, whether they're listening to Howard Stern, smoking a bull, whatever they're doing. Those people are enjoying themselves. We don't like that. we got to stop it now. No more. That's the mentality here in Washington now. No more of that. Whatever it is, if you're enjoying it, no more. Cut it out. If it's good, stop. And look at that. Three hours. Well, not really. I mean, we started 10-15 like usual with the poll. 1,059 votes. Even Elion. Hey, eat your heart out, sweetheart. Huh? Yeah. Even little Elion, with or without that happy meal, never provoked this kind of response, did he? No. A th- and then Mo says, you know, Mo, stick to something you know about, like Jay Fiedler's butt. Talk about something you understand, like Halava and Kishki. I mean, don't, don't be talking about radio, because it's something you have no concept of. None. Zero. And if nobody don't believe me, just listen to that show sometime. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Buttheads. It's the one to two hour. Police got my back. Police got my back. Police got my back. Oh, yes, and I had quite a Police got my gun. Police got my gun. But that's all right with me, because it was sprayed with Paraguay. Absolutely. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas while they're smoking all of my pies. That's great. One oh one at five sixty WQM they're revolting in Haiti. Yeah. What else is new? I know. Rebels who have overrun half of Haiti seized another town today and closed in on the tense capital where looting erupted and supporters of embattled President Jean Bertrand Aristide fired guns in the air. They're revolting. A new rebel group seized Haiti's third largest city, Les Cays. Cays, I don't have no idea how to pronounce that frog stuff. On the southern coast in the three week old uprising. As the U.S. and France made clear that Aristide should resign, the rebels freed about 67 prisoners in Miribale. Remember Maribel? See. About 25 miles northeast of Port au Prince, witnesses said. Police ran. They dropped everything and just ran. They, they uh, turned tail, as the old saying would go. Can't say tail anymore, can we? No. They no. turned ass. Oh. Uh, 
Anyway, we got over a thousand votes on the poll already. It's a shocking number because people are contrary to what the Molemeister says because he knows nothing. Almost eleven hundred. Thousand eighty nine votes I got on there right now. What's your reaction to Clear Channel dumping the Howard Stern show on their six stations, including big in, the, in South Florida? Let me say it again. Don't forget those seven cheap channel stations. Avoid them like they have the, the bubonic plague, like they have leprosy. Fascism is alive and well in America, 574. I'm angry. I want Stern on QM Monday, 189. I'm foaming at the mouth, 136. I don't care. I'm not a Stern listener, 87, 7.9%, who don't seem to see the bigger picture. This is the last drum finished with the right wing, 74, almost 7%. And it's about time to get the filth off the air, 29 of nearly 1,100 votes, 2.6%. Not many. But enough to convince Michael Powell, man. Oh, yeah, they're pissed off. They're disgusted. They've had it. They're fed up with this filth. It's perversion. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay. Um, I tell you, I was, I was uh, surprised to find out that you're a uh, shock jock. According to yeah. the article you read, uh -huh. <laughs> I've been listening for years, and I haven't been corrupted by it yet. So. I think what they mean is it's shocking that I'm still on the air in this market after this many years. <laughs> what, I, what I find incredibly ironic is that these right-wing idiots call themselves conservatives, when mm -hmm. in fact a conservative is against the government and all these people getting into our lives. Yeah. A true conservative is very much against all this kind of nonsense. And these, these people give themselves this label in order to try to pander to, to middle America. And it's just incredible. But they're not pandering to middle America. They're pandering to extreme right-wing America, which they're going to discover in November is not middle America. Well, that I, I, I think you're right, but I think, they, you, I think you're exactly right. They're, they are uh, under the impression that this is what's going to get them reelected. And I don't think the Americans are quite that bad. The right-wing uh, fringe is still the fringe. And I don't think they're going to elect anybody, although <laughs> given last last election who knows the uh, they, they didn't elect anybody then either well that's true but uh, that's true that was a stolen election we just much. can't but afford to make it so close that's all that's why you got to vote six seven eight times man <laughs> all right all right i'll try okay good luck to you thanks, thanks a lot Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. don't forget three to five tomorrow after george's big appearance at bill seidel's boulevard of savings with his sandwiches Three to five, somebody will be at the singular wireless. Josh that's is going to be there. I keep a, forgetting. Well, he's uh, moving up in the world now. He's moving out there on a the weekend, making a few extra bucks. That's, that's a right. me and Josh appearance. We're both going to be there. Well, how come you didn't say that before? I did. You walked all over me like you did this time, too. Oh. Like I said, don't pay any attention to George. Josh will be there and George. Three to five at the singular wireless at 6311 North Andrews Avenue in Cypress Creek. I thought you said uh, where, what? Yeah, sure. Stop by the windows. Tickets to the Beatles Classical Mystery Tour at Meisner Park this Sunday and other very, very low-budget QAM prizes that you are embarrassed by, and so are we. But that's all we can afford. It's a free. They're free. That's right. It'll be free, and you'll have a wonderful time, and you can bond with Josh and George and George and Josh and I'll be Danny spreading and the word of God. And uh, Jay Fiedler, of course. That's great. W WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, I was looking yesterday at some stats on... Uh... CNN. They said a million gay people voted for W in 2000. Where they, and how do they know that? I don't know. Another stat was 75% of gays and lesbians vote. That was a good stat, but the million, the million gay people voting for W. Well, probably, not. yeah, I can believe that the uh, log cabin Republicans, although they're threatening now that uh, it ain't going to happen again. Hopefully, they're right. Well, did you, did you see 
43% of the Jews in, in Florida voted for Jeb. I mean, that's insanity. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, I was screaming about that. I, I don't understand it. When are you people going to wake up and sniff the mezuzah already, man? It's, it's ridiculous. And yesterday, did you see W's little speech? He said, if it was only on the economic strength of his policies economically, he should get a second term. What is he smoking? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he forget about all those unemployed people. I mean, that's just small potatoes. You know, the 2.2 million jobs that he's lost. Forget about that. Well, he makes it up as he goes. I and mean, his reality, that's not a reality-based conversation. Well, i got news for you. All the conversations he can make aren't going to change anybody's mind who's been out of work for a long time and is uh, struggling to stay alive. My goodness. You know, when it's cold up north and you don't have a job, you're not worried about gays and lesbians. I mean, it was a cold winter. People in Maine are scared to death. Yep, you got it. Was... And Ohio and a lot of other places. Good luck to us, Pally. Bye-bye. Going to be voting. Uh, I'm going to be voting uh, absentee ballot first. Then I'm going to show up and actually vote in person three or four times. I know where some of the polling places are. I'm going to get several pieces of fake ID and vote uh, numerous times because, like I said before, it's a good plan to adopt. You got a bunch of 90-year-old farts, and like I've always said, 90 is old enough. 90-year-old farts who are like, uh, you know, hanging around in the polling place. They, uh, where do I vote? I don't know. What's your name again? Like that. So just to get even with the rape of the election system in 2000, this time in 2004, you're going to see, man, every dark person in Florida is going to vote 40, 50 times. I'm not talking necessarily about black people. I mean, even if you got a suntan. Donnie says, if W wants to do something, why not address divorce instead of marriage? Getting married is easy, should be open to all people. The problem is the divorce that causes depression, suicide, domestic violence, drug and alcohol abuse, splits families, murder, like O.J., and first and foremost, giving half to some no-good bitch who sits on her ass eating bonbons. <laughs> I don't want to say Donnie sounds a little bitter. It says, you are God. Thanks for many years of great entertainment. P.S. I miss Howard. And a lot of people miss Howard. Let me say it again. Whether I listen to his show or not, or whether George listened to his show or whatever, the fact of the matter is, this is fascism at its worst. And it's worse than the threatening more. That's the best part. See, in other words, they got along, they got away with this by threatening Cheap Channel, so they got them yanked off those six markets of theirs. And they're just going to keep making threats and more threats. Well, uh, you know, satellite will be next, and then the cable. And then MTV is a lot too racy. We don't like that. Naked boobies and stuff like that. Well, almost close to naked. And then those reality shows, you know, Real the World and all that other stuff. Right. Oh, we don't want that on there. Too many hot young people get everybody all worked up. And next thing you know, they might be actually doing something. Now, all those videos and DVDs? Yeah, BVDs. And, of course, Incubus, you can't be playing that no more. Nope. Too many Hitlers flying around in that video. And, of course, uh, that's a subliminal message to the public that we got one in the White House. When you see all them little guys up there flying around with a mustache, uh-oh. Don't want them thinking about that, especially in election year. Just a disgrace, a shame, and a sham. And here's Rush on here yesterday from what we heard and what I read. <laughs> what a joke. Well, you know, when, if the Democrats get in, Terry McAuliffe or what he'll do to uh, my right, you know, the Democrats aren't in, fatso, pill popper. They're not in. Your people are in. Your boy is in. Your fascists are in. Bill Clinton didn't appoint Michael Powell to be chairman of the FCC. When did he get in there? Don't know. Look it up. Okay. Michael Powell ain't doing the Democrats' bidding right now. I can be damn sure of that. All of the Democrats on the FCC are just equally unctuous and obnoxious. They're all the same bunch of uh, lunatics. But he don't get that. He don't want to understand that. Because obviously his people could never do any wrong. It's only the Clintons that murder people. And it's only those scumbags that, you know, pop pills and do drugs and are dangerous in our society. And ought to be in jail for many, many years. Rush. 
Ten minutes after one at 560 WQM, we got the booster for our Mad Dog at two. Mad Dog's out of town today and well-deserved. Two, three days a week, that's plenty. I tell him, and he says, yeah, right, right on. The Humper, the uh, Hebrew Hammer. Hey, stupid! At four this afternoon. Panther preview at seven. The now very much hyped Caps uh, Panther game tonight at the Macarena. 7.30 is the game time. And uh, Rimmer has been hyping and promoting and uh, going nuts. Roberto Luongo, maybe the greatest athlete who ever played in South Florida. No, nobody knows who he is. Eddie Camp to the hockey game and Sporting News Radio. Or is that Sporting News Radio? I'm not sure. I'm, well, now yeah, I am sure. It's, no, no. It's Sporting News Radio because, let's face it, boys and girls, nobody with a brain cares about all these things that we discuss on this show. This is a waste of time because it has absolutely nothing to do with sports. Right. Just ask Clarence or Greg. They'll tell you. Sports. is where it's at. That's the beginning, that's the middle, Sports. and that's the end. Sports. The hind end. Sports. The ass end. Sports. Yeah. Clarence, you're an imbecile, man. You notice he didn't come in there this morning, did he? I don't remember. No, he didn't come in. Because I would have just ripped him an ass with that comment the other day. Well, why don't you do just a sports show one time, just for fun, huh? Yeah, the joke to the audience that we're, you know, we've been so censored now that all we can, that's all we need to do. Michael Powell Bio coming at you. No, well, I don't But what year was he appointed? Oh, you're going to make me read? Yeah. Just a number. I mean, <laughs> it's not a big assignment. He was nominated by Clinton in uh, 97. Oh, and, no. And, and, Are you and, and, kidding me? Yeah. Like I said, Clinton put him in there. I can't imagine why, though. Can you? No. Not the fact he was rolling coal in the sun. had nothing to do with it. So he was nominated by Clinton in 97. So he's been in there for a while now. How soon they forget. But nevertheless, he's not doing the Clinton's bidding no more. He's doing the... Bushmeister's bidding. That's my point. Okay, no matter who stuck his ass in. Remember, there. we thought his dad was also a uh, dove once upon a time. Yeah, I heard he ate a dove bar in Japan, puked his guts out. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Twelve minutes after one. By the way, do you ever eat the uh, chocolate-covered chocolate dove bars? Chocolate-covered chocolate dove bars. Right, the, the chocolate dove bar with the thick right. chocolate coating on the outside. No, I'll be right oh, back. Don't don't do that. No. Even non-diabetics will swoon and go into a coma. I'm warning you right now. Oh, man. Hey, let me tell you right now about the best low-carb diet joint in the universe, and that's Delights of West Boca. That's right. Low-carb diets are in. Everybody and their brothers are one of those. And if you are, too, you know how boring it can be. It's monotonous. Even though it sounds great at first with all the meat and the cheese, the steaks and the seafood and butter and eggs and all these things, it gets pretty limiting after a while. But if you want some variety, some things with some sweet taste and good taste, Delights of West Boca will absolutely do it for you because they're the number one low-carb store in the universe. They've got over a 1,000 low-carb products to choose from, including breads and bagels, cookies, crackers, chips, brownies, chocolates, ice cream, pasta, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and lots more. At Delights, you'll find the biggest selection anywhere. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 till 10, and you can try anything in the store before you lay out any cash for it. They've got a knowledgeable staff that knows low-carb dieting inside and out, and they carry the most complete line of Atkins branch products you're going to find anywhere that are on sale all day, every day, even on some Hustora. So if you're on the low-carb diet, here's the store you're going to love shopping at, the Lights of West Boca on the northeast corner of Glades Road and 441 right next to Boston Market. They'll help you stay on that straight and narrow path. Call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web you'll find them at lowcarb.com. There's only one Delights of West Boca. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Right-hand man of the Taliban, second only to Bin Laden. On the land to my house he ran, now he's hiding in my basement. 
and you thought it was over, they got Saddam in Iraq. Well, the joke's on you, you pathetic boo, cause one of them came back, Mula Bula Omar. He's a terrorist for Allah. I tried to tell a reporter, but none of them wanted to hear. He's an evil dude with a bomb or two, and no one cares he's here. Bula Bula Omar. Bula Bula Omar. 117 at 560. So here's the uh, story. Michael Powell, as chairman of the FCC, was sworn in as a member of the commission November 3rd, 1997. Was he was uh, nominated by Bill Clinton July thir uh, 31st, 97. Was confirmed by the Senate October 20th, 97. But he was designated chairman of the FCC by President Bush on January 22nd, 2001. Ah. Almost immediately after he was sworn in. A lot of the rest of us were swearing. And El Presidente was sworn in. See, there's the, uh, there's the rub. Right. We can't swear anymore, though. You're going to like this story, though. Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger's campaign. Now, remember he was going to investigate all those allegations against him uh, back in the recall election? Ha, ha. I'm going to look into it after the election. I'm going to uh, conduct my own investigation. And then after the election, after he won in a landslide in California, uh, I said, ah, I don't need to do that because I am the governor. Governor Schwarzenegger's campaign aides say they believe that a woman suing him for defamation really was a prostitute and drug addict when they suggested to reporters she had a history of felony convictions, court documents in the case show. Because several people had mentioned her drug use and one has suggested possible participation in prostitution, una prostituta, I believe very strongly that the criminal records were of the same Rhonda Miller campaign spokeswoman Sean Walsh said in a deposition filed last week in Los Angeles Superior Court. The deposition was one of several filed with a motion requesting dismissal of the case. Walsh was wrong about Miller, who was one of more than a dozen women who came forward in the waning days of California's gubernatorial recall election to allege they had been groped or otherwise sexually harassed by Schwarzenegger in unrelated incidents spanning three decades. Miller's attorney, Gloria Allred, on Wednesday called the campaign's argument pathetic. Pathetic, Arnold. Miller told reporters in a news conference a day before California's October 7th recall election that the actor-turned-candidate had lifted her shirt and photographed her bare breast without her consent in January 91 during the filming of Terminator 2. She also said he groped her breast during the 1994 filming of True Lies. And speaking of True Lies, all this stuff about her, well, guess what? It was another Rhonda Miller. Campaign yeah. staff members responded to her allegations by sending reporters an email suggesting they search her name in the L.A. court database, which contains records of convictions by another Rhonda Miller. Different woman, same name. They also issued statements by Schwarzenegger and two of his longtime film collaborators denying Miller's claim. All three said Schwarzenegger was not present when the photograph was taken and mounted on the ceiling of the makeup trailer and that Miller posed for it voluntarily. Yada, yada. How do you like that? I like it. So Arnold uh, may be in a little bit of hot water, but he'll wiggle his way through because, after all, he's the Terminator and the Gouda, the Grubinator. Don't mess with Arnold. And, of course, we know that there's no partisan politics going on on either side of the aisle. Missouri Democrats say Viacom refused to sell them billboard space. Oh, no. That's kind of like when CBS refused MoveOn.org and those ads on the Super Bowl, right? Conspiracy theorist. Now, just maybe, maybe if CBS would have said, hey, let's put those MoveOn.org ads on, just like even at halftime, we wouldn't have seen that big flap. And uh, Viacom and CBS and MTV wouldn't be in all that hot water right now since they porked off uh, the FCC and Michael's Powell's. The Missouri Democratic Party said yesterday that media giant Viacom, which is CBS and which is Infinity and which is MTV, 
backed out of a deal to sell at billboard space for a political ad, prompting party claims of political favoritism in rejecting the ad. Party chairwoman May Sheev Reardon said the ad was set to run for a month beginning this week along I-70 in predominantly black sections of St. Louis and Kansas City, but that Viacom killed the project without notice. The billboard ad features a black man's face against an American flag. It says, Missouri Republicans have a plan. You are not part of it. The ad encourages readers to visit a Missouri Democratic Party website, showmeissues.com. Party Executive Director Jim Kottmeyer said the Viacom Outdoor Office in St. Louis had accepted the ad and was preparing to run it, but he said the ad got the attention of a manager in Chicago who ran it past a Viacom executive in New York who put the hammer down. <laughs> Don't put the hammer down, especially the Hebrew that hammer. Funny. Yeah. Viacom Outdoor General Manager Kyle Dorton in St. Louis told Kottmeyer in a letter Wednesday the company viewed the ad as negative. Viacom said it reserves the right to reject an ad that personally attacks an individual, is obviously false, misleading, or deceptive, relates to an illegal activity, or offends local standards of decency and good taste. The ad clears all of those standards, but was still rejected, said Reardon, adding the ad is not an attack, but is fact-stating and informative. The Republican legislature has slashed a budget in education and social services, causing pain to the African-American community, she said. The party alleges corporate censorship and said Viacom is setting a pro-Republican pattern, Viacom's CBS division refused to air during the Super Bowl those online activists, the MoveOn.org TV ads, critical of President Bush, the old Bushmeister. Viacom spokesman Carl Fultis said the company saw the Democratic Party billboard as an ambush ad that used race in a divisive way. He said the ad didn't meet Viacom standards, the same reason given for refusing MoveOn.org's ad. Ann Wagner, chair of the Missouri Republican Party, said there's no place in politics for race baiting. Right, like Willie Horton, you mean? Race baiting, things like that. And applauded Viacom's recognizing the ad would be divisive and offensive. She said Governor Bob Holden, not Republican legislatures, is withholding money from education. Yada, yada, yada. She says Viacom, wait, 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 CBS and its parent company, Viacom, don't strategize to screen out certain ads of a political bent. And my response to that would be get bent. That's what I say, get bent. Get lost, get bent, bitch. Five six seven oh five sixty. Oh, and here comes another great story. I like this one a lot. To give you an idea of what the uh, the Gruppen Führers are doing, the moral censors. Attorney General John Ashcroft is demanding records of abortions performed on hundreds of women at six Planned Parenthood affiliates across the country. ABC News has learned. How do you like that? Huh? Oh my God. In a motion for discovery filed Wednesday against Planned Parenthood Federation of America and subpoenas filed the same time against Planned Parenthood affiliates in San Diego, Los Angeles, New York, Washington, D.C., Western Pennsylvania, and the Kansas Mid-Missouri region, Ashcroft is demanding medical records of abortions performed in the last year, some on fetuses aborted early in the second trimester. Ashcroft's actions are a sweeping invasion into medical privacy, said Elizabeth Toledo, as Rick Weaver would say, Holy Toledo, Vice President of Communications for Planned Parenthood Federation of America. He has been overzealous in his desire to attack access to legal abortions in this country. Oh, and speaking of that, do you know that a bunch of uh, these right-wing Christians, when they were doing all the marriages really heavy duty there in Frisco last week, I think it was on Friday, that a bunch of these born-again lunatics got together. They were blocking the door, just like the way they blocked the door to entrance to abortion yeah. clinics. They were blocking the door to the courthouse, so all those gay couples that had come there from, like, uh, everywhere, Yenemisvelt and uh, next to it, it's they couldn't get in. love you. It kind of reminded me in reverse of those fascists they sent to Miami back in the fixed election in 2000 who were all banging on the door of the courthouse going, let us in, let us in. Remember those uh, people? All okay. of whom were carpetbackers, by the way. None of those people were from South Florida. Let us in. 
And this all happened in broad daylight under the watch of the dutiful media. Okay? <laughs> Let me say it again. If you want to find somebody to be really pissed off at, be pissed. The media is sick and needs help badly. At the damn media because they're the ones who are just letting this all fly right on by. All just slides right on by while we hear lots about Martha Stewart and Scott and Lacey Peterson and this trial and that trial and mistrial and Mr. Uh, whatever. Pile of crap. Don't bother them with the important things because uh, they can't be bothered with that. It's too controversial. They might piss somebody off. That's why they were like giving Mel Gibson that $80 billion worth of free publicity because, after all, they sure don't want to piss off the Catholic Church. It's bad for business. Yeah, we know what they're capable of. Yeah, we sure do. They might make you an offer. You can't refuse. I think it was just a coincidence, of course, that baptism scene in The Godfather. Don't you? Yeah. I think it was just uh, one of those things. Mama! Mama Maria! Yeah. Do you renounce Satan? I do. Let's see. How many votes have we got? We might have a shot here at, uh, what, 1,300, something like that. Wow. And if Rimmer, if Rimmer wouldn't have um, screwed up our uh, the momentum we had, we had phenomenal momentum. And, of course, you know, I did ask him to call, but I didn't expect like a 10-minute uh, preach on hockey there. Oh, why, God. Why didn't you expect that? Because I thought he'd have the decency, just like Jeff Cohen called, and we had about a minute conversation. Why? Because I'm an idiot. I never learned my lesson, okay? He bought dinner for Bobby Orr, and now he's going to try to tell me he bought all those meals at Ruth Chris, right? Yeah, sure. sure. It was just my imagination. I have bad memory, you know. Oh, don't say that. 1,160 votes. What's your reaction to Clear Channel dumping the Howard Stern Show in their six markets, including Miami? Fascism is alive and well in America, 610, 52.5%. I'm angry. I want Stern on QAM on Monday, pronto, tanto, 204. I'm foaming at the mouth, 143. They're rabid. They got rabbis. I don't care. I'm not a Stern listener, 94, 8.1%. Okay. This is the last straw. I'm finished with the right wing, 77, 6.6%. And it's about time. Get the filth off the air. Now they're making a little bit of progress. 32, 2.7% want the evildoers off the radio. The perverts, the purveyors of smut. Get them off. It's about time. 2.7%. I don't think that'll win the election this time, do you? <laughs> Not too good. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. You do not belong in here, you damn crackhead. Go smoke your crack, please. Okay.
132 at 560 WQM. Well, that was nice and sanitary anyway. A little messy toward the end, but it was oh, sanitary. Well. Here's something that was even more sanitary. Wait till you hear this. Just in. Ohio woman gives birth to six babies in one minute. They were popping out of there like... For real. Yes. Without a C-section? Akron, Ohio. An Ohio woman gave birth to sex couplets yesterday, and doctors said all six babies and the mother were doing well. Jennifer Hanselman, 29, of Cuyahoga Falls, gave birth to the three girls and three boys within one minute at Akron General Medical Center. The speed at which the babies came out was overwhelming. It was like a popcorn popper. The baby's grinning father, Keith Hanselman, told reporters. She was popping them out. All six. The babies delivered by cesarean section, see, if you just calm down and listen, were listed in critical condition, which is standard for premature births. They ranged in weight from 1 pound 9 ounces to 2 pound 10 ounces, which is average for multiple births at 28 and a half weeks, said Dr. Anand Kantak. Director of Neonatology at um, Akron Children's Hospital. The babies were transferred to the neonatal intensive care at the Children's Hospital, where they're expected to stay for about nine weeks. All will be on respirators because of the immaturity of their lungs, Cantac said. We're very optimistic about their survival without any major handicaps. He'd be saying six of them <laughs> popped out, like he said, like popcorn out of a popper. How do you like that? I popper. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Verizon Wireless Line. We haven't done that line night, I don't think, all day. That's because there's nobody on it. WQM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Good. Ken, want to talk to Neil? Speaking. Neil, hi. I haven't talked to you in a long time. Been trying to get in touch with you. Well, here you go. Well, good deal. Hey, um, yeah, I called Moster this morning, and I can't believe how he he doesn't see the bigger picture in this. It sounds I tried to, to me explain like it the, to him, and, and, and he... Sorry, somebody... Yeah. No, it sounds to me like uh, Reverend Jones. Yeah. Yeah. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. I got news for you. If they even sound like they once uh, walked past Reverend Jones in the elevator at Pompano Park, uh, that's enough for me. Bye-bye. That was him. WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy 28. Well, thank you so much. Uh, the guy that called earlier, I don't know who he is. He's not my partner. Oh, that's him. <laughs> so you won't apologize to the guy more. right before this one. Well, he'll well, call the same this morning. To me. Huh? One call per station per day. Yeah, one per day, okay, you schmuck, you maniac, you lunatic. And that includes the two of you. You can alternate. Otherwise, we're going to come and just scrape your ass until it's like, uh, like a piece of meat. George will handle that. With gloves. Get out the steel wool and the SOS pads. WQM, hello. QAM. Neil, guys. Yes, yes, sir, speaking. How are you, sir? I'm fed up and I can't take it anymore. Yeah. I want to put the vote in. We want Howard starting there on Monday morning. Crime is mad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. I, I can't believe these people. They won't quit. The difference between the liberals and... and uh, and the right-wingers, the right-wingers, they got nothing better to do, so they attack all day. The mm-hmm. liberals, we, we mind our own business and don't want to be bothered. Yeah, amen. Uh, I'll see you at the border, Neil. Good luck to you, Pally. We'll have a, a search party there to find what's left of you by the time you get there. <coughs> Sneak through there in the dark of night, okay? Have to get some sort of a, like an underground railroad going to Canada. That's a good idea. Or maybe they can come over on that new, uh, that new uh, boat. That they got from uh, Rochester to Toronto. They can come yeah. in through a uh, Rochester. A convertible Buick? No, no, seriously. They, they started a uh, crew. Uh, what do they call those? A ferry. ferry. Oh, I should know that. <laughs> excuse okay. me. Excuse my stupidity. A ferry. 
George wants to apologize to the guy three calls ago, the guy that I said no, was No, he called George. Howard now, this he, morning. He did what? He said he called Howard this morning. Oh, that's yeah. One call is enough. I didn't catch your drift. I was thinking, thought you were talking about the real one. No. Oh. One call call per He's month for, real. for the real one, okay? With your phony baloney. Even I'm getting real tired of you, okay, Reverend Jones, and your boyfriend, and your silly ass crap. You know, it's really amazing. This is a hobby. Sure. This show has become a hobby. You got the little Julio circle jerk crowd. You got them, mm-hmm. and then we got the Reverend Jones and his uh, buddies. Right. With nothing else to do for the day. Nothing. And we got Chamba, which even even on my 28th anniversary didn't have the didn't have the decency to say happy anniversary. You know, Chamba, you know that would have been cute. That would have been funny. But no, really amusing, right? Anything, but no, no material. That that's the beginning and end. That's the essence of his material. Chamba, great. Although it is quick anyway. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. It's hockey talk today. No. How about that, Uri Kolnick? My what? WQM, hello. It sounds like a body part. Yes, sir. How are you, Neil? Pretty good. Can I express concern about something, if you don't mind? Go right ahead. I'm I'm very distressed about the way this country's been taken over by the 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 right wing. I heard I read an editorial saying how bad the New York Times is and the L.A. Times is because they're so liberal, the liberal-minded. They're run by by uh, organizations that are very tied to the Jews. This is very distressing to me. Tied to the Jews. That they think the New York Times, the LA Times, is is controlled by the by by the Jews. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I mean, these guys like Sean Hannity, the guys like Scarborough, I mean, they they frighten me. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about that? I, I mean, think it's a great to be about in the, Canada, the, the way that they speak and why, why don't I do control? what? Why don't I do what? Aren't you, aren't you concerned about the, what they're trying to do to the media? Well, what do you Go think away. I keep screaming about it, sir? What would you like me to do? Have a stroke here on the air? Would that make you happy? What would you like me to do? Well, I like to think you're the voice of reason. Well, I'm Florida. doing the best I can, sir, on the air on our website, and we don't need any instructions from a screaming, wild-ass uh, lunatic like you, okay? Good God. He reminds me of Shell Myman that used to call me a million years ago. I bet you there might be one or two of our old-time listeners remember. Oh, it's so terrible. A screamer. Shell Myman. Oh, what are we going to do about those right-wingers, the right-wingers? Oh, man, I remember him like it was only yesterday. And this guy, he must be his uh, uh, illegitimate twin. The right-wingers, what are we going to do? I mean, this is a radio show. I'm doing the best I can. I'm trying to motivate people. People are pissed off. We're talking about what people want to talk about, what's really important to them, and, uh, and that's it. People are foaming at the mouth about fascism and censorship and no more freedom of speech, no more. We're taking a poll on the Howard Stern thing. What more would you like me to do, sir? Would you like me to croak right here on the air? Oh, would that make you happy and convince you that I'm sufficiently bent out of shape to please you? Jump up and down a little bit. How come you not hear the voice of reason? Like that. I think he was speaking in tongues. <laughs> Doing something with tongue. Maybe he was having it for lunch on, uh, on, on Rye. Maybe saying, oh, by the way, how can people eat that? Oh, tongue. Oh, gee, I don't know. The two things that I'll never be able to understand. And, of course... Back in the day, before this week, I probably could make some kind of connection between the two things, but, but I won't. But no more? It wouldn't be a good idea. No. But tongue and head cheese. Hey, in the same now, sense. Now, when, when you go into the supermarket or the deli and you see those two things in the case, and you look at that, and, you, and I ask myself, how could anybody possibly dream of consuming that? See what I'm saying? And come to find out the head cheese has that uh, nerve tissue in it. Oh, the good stuff that you can get, like all those uh, mad right. cow and holy chow, and um, yes, yes, maybe even a little bit of SARS in there too, just for good measure. 
20 till 2 at 560 QAM, where we're just not doing the best we can, but Hotline. we're going to butch it up. Hotline. You wait and see. Live and local. Oh, man, this, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Miami. Tonight on Fox News, it's Hannity and What's-His-Name, starring Sean Hannity and some funny-looking goofball with willow pad hair. Well, Sean, I really think... Oh, give me a break. Uh, uh, Sorry, I forgot your name again. Whether you're on the right like Sean Hannity or on the left like that other geek, watch Hannity and What's-His-Name with calls from viewers like you. Yes, caller, you're on the air. You, you have a question for me? No, Sean, my question is for, uh, uh who's-his-face? Come again? Uh, whatchamacallit? Huh? Um, you mean what's-his-name? Yeah, him! <laughs> it's the best thing on cable news. Don't believe it? Just listen to what Hannity and What's-His-Name are saying about Hannity and What's-His-Name. Hi, I'm Sean Hannity inviting you to tune in every weeknight. For once, I agree with you there, Sean. Hi, my name is... Hey, you. Uh, um, help me out here, partner. Uh, who the heck am I now? I don't know, buddy, and apparently neither does anyone else on Earth. <laughs> for insight you can't ignore, from names you can't forget, except for the one you can't remember, see Hannity and What's-His-Name, only on Fox News. Booster for Mad Dog, too. We like Google a lot. 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 144 at 5. I thought I'd play that. We don't have too much chance to play that. Right. right. Or too much time to hear it. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, we've got such a heavy-duty uh, full plate. Mitch has got a fax here. He says, the Howard Stern Show has got very high ratings in every market where it's broadcast. To me, that's clear indication that the show is not considered offensive by a large portion of the population. If anything, it is something that people like and enjoy to listen to. Right. But the FCC doesn't care about that anymore, Mitch. Morality and standards should reflect the beliefs and feelings of the people. In this situation, it seems that the government is using the morality of a few fanatics to place restrictions on the listening and or viewing rights of the rest of us. Absolutely correct, sir. People have the ability to decide for themselves if they find something offensive. There are plenty of other channels that they can tune into. Unfortunately, many of us have lost that ability since the shows we want to listen to are being taken away. Take away the other clear channel stations that I'm boycotting, and the only thing left is Mo Howard David early in the morning. Guess I'll be listening to cassettes from now on, says Mitch. Get a CD player, Mitch, okay? It's a lot more, uh, you know, the CDs don't get all messed up like the tape. Go buy Mitch a CD player over the weekend, would you please, George? No, I'm broke. Come on. Just put in the expense account for it. Okay. In fact, tack it onto Boca Brian's uh, expense account. This is uh, extraordinarily disturbing, speaking of bowling for Columbine and the great Michael Moore. You see this story about uh, the tapes and all the uh, stuff they finally released about Columbine? Yeah, I was watching it uh, last night. Wow. Authorities had at least 15 contacts with the Columbine high school killers dating back two years before their grotesque attack, the state attorney general said yesterday, angering families of the victims. Attorney General Ken Salazar did not, however, blame the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office for missing warning signs about Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold. You know what this reminds me of? What? Remember when Andrew Cunanan was hanging out on the beach? Sure. Uh, and decided to go and pay Johnny Versace a visit. But in the meantime, right. before then, he had gone to that um, pawn shop mm -hmm. and used his passport as ID. And his right. real name, of course, is on the passport. And they pass the information along, as they do on all uh, stuff at uh, pawn shops, to the police on the Miami Beach. And it sat in a file uh, cabinet. We're on a file, one of the tray, right, for a few days. And then all of a sudden, somebody picked up, said, "Oh, holy cow, it's Andrew Cunanan." Yeah. Well, well he, guess what? Too late for Johnny. Yeah, but he was killing fags. Oh, 
Oh, I see on the beach they figured that's okay. Yeah, that's God's work. Instead, he summarized how investigators reacted to 1997 complaints about Harris from a thrown snowball that cracked a car window to a prank telephone call. There were more, more ominous signs, too. Authorities have said an anonymous tip that year led a deputy to a website run by Harris that said the two teens had built pipe bombs and concluded, now our only problem is to find the place that will be ground zero. In the end, none of the many efforts to open up the Columbine records, including today's activity, will mean much beyond passing curiosity if we can't learn from this tragedy, Salazar said at a news conference. Authorities yesterday also publicly unveiled a chilling display of evidence, the murder weapons, bullet fragments, the chairs and tables where the victims were gunned down. A message board put up in a school window that that day still says in blue magic marker, I'm bleeding to death. Authorities also released two videos, one of the anxious scenes in a park across the street from the school that day, and another 90-minute compilation of videos made by Harrison Klebold. Oh, brother. You know, it's too bad that they did kill themselves. You know, I don't want to sound like one of those angry people. And I know John Kerry's against the death penalty, but it's kind of a moot issue because the death penalty at the federal level, which is the only thing the president has to do with anyway, is uh, rarely carried out. And this wouldn't have been a federal prosecution, but at any rate, I'm not talking about frying them. I'm talking about, like, picking them apart cell by cell. Let the family members of all those uh, right. kids and the teacher that they killed, pick them apart cell by cell, like with the tweezers and a hot sure. red poker, things like that. Do unmentionable things to them. Not that I'm angry, you understand. I understand. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil, you know, with all the negative things going on in the country right now, I, I'd just like to lighten things up with one word. Helium. Okay, great. <laughs> I wish we had some here to celebrate. Sure. If, I, if I were there, I could probably have all them big helium balloons. That's right. We could. Uh, that could sound, could that sound just like Geldy for the rest of the show. I'm going to do those hockey games. Oh, look at that. It was a tough shot, man, and he stopped it. Ooh. Come on, Geldy. Who are you kidding, man? Squeaky one. Just a little butt-kissing goofball. WQM, hello. Can't top that. Exactly. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Well done after all these years. We uh, we do appreciate getting a good laugh out of the day, and you do provide that. I, <laughs> you bet. Listen, uh, any chance of updating the website at any point in time? I love that IMIS bit. I've been dying to play it for friends of mine out of town, but uh, it's not on your website. Any idea? Uh, well, if you had a cassette recorder, you could, I'll play it on the next break. How's that? Uh, can't do it, Pally. Oh, I appreciate it. I love listening to it. But uh, I'll, I'll play it again, and then you can hum it to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dead on the money. Is that, is that an ACN recording? Who did that? Oh, uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, it is. It's that great. is dead on the money. And, and you know who, yeah, you're right. Whoever does his voice, which it's, George has never uh, mentioned this, which he should, whoever does that voice, if that doesn't sound like his twin brother, man, maybe maybe it's uh, Fred it's on Fred. the ranch. Hanging out the Autobody Express as he shamelessly hawks his other tchotchkes. Exactly. <laughs> Have a great holiday. When are you back, on the 8th? Uh, yes, sir. Have a wonderful holiday. Thanks a lot. Best of luck. I'll be. Yeah, we ought to put that up on the website. Neil will be back. Not so much that I'm concerned that George might lose, uh, you know, a few the people license? in the audience, huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, we ought to put it up on the website. Neil returns sure. Monday, um, uh, March 8th. Well, March already, huh? Marching. Forward. Then there's April and May and June, and of course it's July and August when we have those two weeks. The Jock uh, people are always talking about two a days. We have two weeks, which is why I like it. Jocks. Jock. Anybody out there wants to study Jock? <laughs> I hear Clarence here. has been studying one up close and personal lately. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Mornings will never be the same on 560. 
WQAM, starting this Monday, it's the Big Kahuna, Roby Young, from 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, only on 560 WQAM. I miss it so boring. What's better than a live radio show every morning on TV? Well, just about anything. But that hasn't stopped MSNBC from teaming up with radio's original bad boy, who now looks like a nasty old lady. Listen, Bernie, Imus. Tell that intern this coffee sucks. <laughs> yes, every morning, see Imus listen to a tape of other people's comedy bits, live on the air. I need a hammer to bite into this muffin. Oh, somebody oh, best. Press one, please. Oh, Thank you. See his wild behind-the-scenes addicts. Listen to me, stupid. I am the Iman. You are the walrus cuckoo cachoo. Now get me some fresh coffee or you're fired. Imus, he's irreverent. So, uh, what's the deal with the Pope? He's topical. So, uh, what's the deal with this Watergate break? He's incoherent. I'll tell you what, that, uh, is it double repentance? What, what the hell is it? I don't know. He's Imus and he's boring. And he's only on MSNBC, a cable channel nobody watches, and a bunch of AM radio stations nobody listens to. And when somebody gets some fresh jingle, it's Imus. Absolutely. He is brutal, man. Dead man in a chair. 155 at 560 WQM. Next to Elvis, I think he's probably the dead guy making most money. I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me. Jesus. WQAM, hello. <laughs> see, we just discovered, up until this day, we didn't know that's the same guy. That's same guy. Sure. It is. At least he's got variety going. WQAM, hello. The mad dog is gay. Now, why did they wait till the very end? Although, thankfully, why did they wait till the very end? when they? I guess they ran out of material about three four minutes ago. WQAM, have a anniversary line. Hello. Jumbo? Uh-huh. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir. Just called to wish you a very happy anniversary. Thank you. I, I found you about uh, six years ago on the radio by accident, and I've uh, been hooked ever since. And I just want you to remember one thing. Bush no more in 04. All right. Excellent job, Pally. Thanks. Bush no more in 04. No more more. I mean no more Bush. Agency tells airline to weigh passengers. This is disturbing as if we don't have enough things to have to go through now before we get on a plane. This is really great. Air travel would be safer if airlines weighed their passengers from time to time to make sure they know how much weight their planes are carrying, says the NTSB. Following its investigation of a commuter plane crash in North Carolina last year, the NTSB said yesterday airlines should at least periodically make passengers step on a scale. You know what you did? Oh, man, thank God I got a good memory. I don't think I have time to do it, though. If you hurry to read the uh, Jicker column again. The shot heard around the dial. TV did the crime and radio is doing the time. More precisely, radio listeners are doing the time. Justin Tinkerbell didn't bear Janet Jackson's breast on radio. However, radio is where the ramifications of the FCC's grandstanding crackdown are most being felt. The clearest and most outrageous manifestation is Clear Channel's decision to pull Howard Stern from six of its radio stations, including Big. Jackson flashes a breast on TV, and Stern, who's been on radio for more than a quarter century, suddenly becomes persona non grata. A university class in logic could spend a semester trying to analyze that. Every Clear Channel executive, a member of the FCC, ought to be chained to a chair for a screening of Lenny so they at least have a clue how narrow-minded and stupid they're going to look in retrospect. They certainly don't have a clue now. Clear Channel's cow-towing can be traced to a much more significant issue, media consolidation. The San Antonio-based conglomerate owns more than 1,200 stations nationwide, a death rattle for localism, which is supposed to be the heart of broadcasting. One executive in Texas has the power to dictate what will be heard in Florida, California, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania. This is what happened with Stern. David Ross, regional vice president of Clear Channel Station, said in a phone conversation Wednesday afternoon, Stern would continue to be heard on big, with several safeguards against indecent material going over the year. A few hours later, the edict came down from Texas that Stern had to go in Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Rochester, San Diego, Pittsburgh, and Louisville. 
Ross knows the sensibilities of this market for more than two decades running successful local stations. However, the only authority he had was to carry out the Texans' command. Who allowed this unacceptable domination over the public airwaves? None other than the FCC. More than a few legislators and activists are demanding a breakup of Clear Channel. However, its friends at the commission have turned a deaf ear, which explains why Clear Channel is so ready to defer the FCC's morality posturing. This also might explain why the lineup of issue-oriented talk hosts syndicated by Clear Channel is top-heavy with champions of the Bush administration. Commission Chairman Michael Powell owes his job to the president. Not that Powell needs much encouragement to give away the farm. His commission also voted to raise the penetration cap, the percentage of national audience reached by network-owned TV stations, from 35 to 45 percent, en route to 100 percent. If that's ever allowed, localism will be dead in TV as well. One executive in New York or Los Angeles will be able to decide what will be seen in more than 200 markets nationwide. I don't have time to read the whole thing. Damn it. It says it would be a misnomer to describe the Super Bowl flash as a catalyst for a crackdown. In reality, it's the excuse. Self-appointed moral guardians are forever waiting for any opportunity to attempt to enforce their personal rigid codes on everybody else. The actions of Justin Tinkerbell and Janet Jackson, which were inexcusable, were like manna from heaven for the moral mafia. No one has ever been involuntarily subjected to more than a few seconds at most of Stern, Neil Rogers, or any other personality now in the crosshairs of the FCC. Given the notoriety of these shock jocks have achieved, anyone who claims to have been offended by tuning in unaware of the nature of their programs should look beyond the commandments dealing with sex and focus on those dealing with false witness. Moreover, the FCC's actions here constitute a single-issue abandonment of the bedrock Republican principle of letting the marketplace decide. Bud Paxson created a TV network to cater to those turned off by the constant excesses of the rest of TV. The ratings are so low a skywriting plane would be seen by more people. The decision to, of the market, the decision of the marketplace in this instance clearly doesn't matter to Powell's FCC and the lawmakers enabling its witch hunt, but they should be wary of another marketplace decision in November, which they will be unable to ignore. Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. That's the way it ought to be in Augusta. Buster!